Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Yeah, it's called Conversations with Jeff, not Screaming Matches. Yeah, yeah I, 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 you and I do not agree on Calvinism. But look how nice we are to each other. I think it's going to really shock a lot of people, thrill a lot of people. A lot of people are going to have to do some soul-searching. It's like, you know what? What are you doing? You're spending all your time trying to destroy another Christian because you don't understand what's going on mm-hmm. when you should be out there winning people for Jesus. Right. Thank you for the job you're doing. Thanks for being willing to address these kind of issues. They're vital to the church. I feel sorry for what's coming your way, but God bless you, man. It's it's a good, healthy conversation, and, and let's keep growing together in the Lord. People won't change unless they hear the truth, though, and so we need to know the truth, uh, speak the truth, and then the last one I would say is that we need to stay in the truth, uh, no matter what the consequences are. Okay, everybody, welcome back to today's episode of Conversations with Jeff. Uh, I've been having a blast having a lot of these, uh, you know, conversations. We've been doing a lot more uh, than normal just because, you know, we're in lockdown. We're stuck at home, so we might as well uh, do more episodes and that sort of thing. Yesterday was a great episode. Uh, had Colonel Mike as well as Michael Schuer on yesterday. Uh, if you guys uh, want to check out that recording, it was a great episode. Michael Schuer was a former uh, CIA agent. He was in charge of the... Uh, tracking unit for Osama bin Laden. Fascinating, fascinating conversation. So definitely check that out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about today's guest. So uh, we've got two, another, another round with two guests. Um, we've got uh, Carl Crew, who many of you guys uh, know. He was actually the very first guest on Conversations with Jeff, episode number one. Uh, welcome back, Carl. It's like 71 episodes in between uh, the last time you were on. So amazing. God bless you, brother. Yeah, d- definitely, and and then and then our other guest, be our, busy. yeah, a little little busy. Um, so yeah, so so our other our other guest we've got, uh, he he's calling in just on audio as well, but really excited to have him back. I had him on last time. We were talking about Black Liberation Theology. He had a fascinating conversation. Uh, we've got Bishop Larry Gators. Um, welcome back, Larry. I'm glad we could uh, do this. Oh, it's a great honor to be back, Brother Jeff, and for meeting Brother Carl for the first time. Uh, on GK Radio. It's exciting. We're uh, really looking forward to unpacking concerning the Secret Society's foundations and initiatives tonight. Yeah, de- definitely. And, and, I, and I feel like, you know, I, I, I've been intrigued with this, with this, having this conversation ever since we had you last on, Larry, uh, you know, because I feel like, you know, last time we were talking about black liberation theology, but then throughout the whole thing, you know, you're talking a lot about a lot of these kinds of things dealing with secret societies and, you know, bloodlines and all this kind of stuff. And then I figured, you know, why don't we do a, a bigger episode of conversations where we can have, um, you know, we can really kind of dive into a lot of these topics. 
Absolutely, because, um, you know, very few people, I think even in the body of Christ, really don't understand the origins of what the term seeker society means. So, but I'm going to step back and, and just um, follow my brother's lead and, and just follow him. But uh, this thing goes back thousands and thousands of years, not just for the three to 400 years as we are, you know. Hold on, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting any audio now. Hold on just a second. Okay, I think you guys are back now, right? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Um, yeah, can you hear me, Brother Jeff? See. Of course, this happens right now. Okay, I think I think we... Okay, you guys there? Yeah, you get you get yes, you guys. I'm here. Okay, I'm here. you guys We're, are kind of cutting it, cutting in and out audio wise. Um, let me. I was kind of having this problem yesterday too. Let me let here. Let me let me just try something really quick. Um, Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com dash spirit park. Okay, let's let's take a quick break. Okay, so Larry and Carl, I'm gonna let's hang up. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to call you guys back in and see if that fixes it. Okay, because I think there's a connection thing. Okay, so let's patch them back in really quick. So, okay, so we are going to try to patch them back in. Sorry about the little uh, mix-up there. Let's see if we uh, get them coming back on. Okay, so let's see here. Yep. Okay, so we've got Larry back, so we're just waiting for Carl to come back on. Um, sorry about that. I don't know I don't know what's happening there, but so I, be I believe that. Okay, here we go. I think we got Carl back. Yep. Okay, perfect. That sounds much better. So, so we were just about how far this goes back. Child, this goes back to the beginning of time. Who is the father of yeah. all secret societies? The father of yeah. life, baby. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you know, when, when you look at the fall of, of Lucifer, yes. uh, going back to the very beginning, um, this is when the deep state started. The deep state did not start on the 22nd of November 1963 when JFK was assassinated. 
the D-State, including secret societies, foundations, and initiatives, started going back to Genesis chapter 1, between verses 1 and 2, what we call the gap theory, where the Bible says, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Now, that term darkness comes from the Coptic word secret, okay? Darkness means secret from the Egyptian Coptic, Coptic language or lexicon. So in darkness or secret uh, was upon the face of the deep. The Coptic interpretation for deep is society. So then in darkness or secret was upon the face of the society. So that's when the secret society began because of the fall of Lucifer, that we call Lucifer to decipher, okay? And the term Lucifer also means to uh, eliminate or uh, illuminate, illuminato, where we get the term Illuminati. And then the term Lucifer spelled from right to left, uh, rabbinically reveals the Latin word refical, which means the recycling of fecal matter. That's all secret societies are. So then the origin, the origination of what we call secret society began at the fall of Lucifer, okay? So Christ never um, taught concerning secret societies. Christ taught against that demonic psyop because that which is secret is that which is also occultic. And this is where we get the term occultism. Correct. So the very root of a secret society, a foundation, and an initiative, an initiative is birthed from a foundation, a foundation of that which is a part of a society which is encoded through darkness. So then darkness or the secret was upon the face of the society because of the fall of Lucifer. And mind you, as a quick side note, um, the first letter of Lucifer is L. The first letter of Satan is S. The first letter of devil is D, LSD. Another topic for another day. So that's okay. when the origin of the secret societies began. Go ahead, um, um, Brother Crew. Well, I'm, yeah, LSD, uh, any kind of uh, anything that was used way back in the uh, uh, early days of uh, secret societies and gatherings in the temples in Rome, they had pharmacia they had things you could take and it would open a portal and that's what all drugs and everything does you know in the i grew up in the haight ashbury in san francisco and i was a kid with the hippies all around me so i grew up in the psychedelic movement uh but i was raised in a church and we had a uh, we had a, a ministry that went out to the haight ashbury and brought back hippies on buses and fed them and then they got but they had to go to a service you know so as a kid i was sitting in church watching people get up and said i am god i'm the devil you know just like freaking out on acid in the church and uh, uh, but you know uh, a lot of people got saved out of that movement but the, the whole point being that anything that alters your perception of reality that's chemical be it alcohol be it anything can be a portal to demonic influence you open a portal you can do it unknowingly too but uh, yeah that's a very the Maharajas came over in the 60s and they were telling everybody you don't have to take acid to uh, have a transcendental medit you know experience you can just do tm transcendental meditation and that's the opposite of what they teach biblically of meditating in medit and when you meditate in the bible you 
you meditate on the word of God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so powerful. But uh, when you but meditate for TM, you you open you close your your uh, you open your mind to anything. You you blank out everything that you have and you open your mind to any influence and that's TM. And so that literally opens a portal to demonic influence. And you can actually have a psychedelic experience, but it's demonic. You know, and you, and once a portal is open, baby, you gotta shut it spiritually before you know you'll have a lot of problems. So, yeah. And and again, it, when we examine, and you said a powerful point, brother Crew, concerning um, the psychedelic parts of of a secret society. So, um, the very term uh, Lucifer also means that which is occultic or secret. So the gospel of Jesus Christ is not built on secrecy or that which is occultic, okay? Uh, so then a secret society is a group of people. Now, we have literally at least today uh, over 3,000 secret societies in all 207 nations uh, upon the face of the earth. Now, there are secret societies um, within Africa and Asia, and, and matter of fact, when I was on uh, Jeff's show last time, we talked about the Boule Secret Society, which is a unknown black secret society um, that was created through Rockefeller money going back to the 15th of May of in 1904 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which was the hometown of the late Kobe Bryant. So the Boule Secret Society uh, comprised of nine African-American men from Dr. Henry McKean Minton to Dr. W.E. Du Bois, who along with Margaret Sanger had created Planned Parenthood uh, within the black community here in New York City in 1929. So the yeah. Black Boulay Society is a secret society of black men and women, what I call the black nobility or the black bourgeoisie elements of black America who are not designed to protect Americans, regardless of a race, creed, or color. The Boulay Black Secret Society was designed to protect the system that I call the Knights of the Round Table, okay? Um, when we're talking about Rothschilds, Rockefellers, Oppenheimers, Warburgs, the Lee family out of China, okay? So then when we go back to the very beginning, before the beginning was in Genesis chapter 2, uh, chapter 1, ver between verses 1 and 2, when Lucifer falls, then the psyop of not just the deep state is conceived, but the psyop of a secret society. Now, one of the oldest secret societies uh, in history is the Khazarian Mafia Secret Society out of present-day Turkey, okay? Now, the Khazarian Secret Society... Uh, which is made up of the Rothschild dynasty, whose real name is the Bauer family. And, and the question begs to be answered, why would um, the Rothschild dynasty change their name from Bauer to Rothschild? Because uh, Mayor Emshaw Rothschild, uh, back in the 1700s, wanted to have access to the Vatican system. That's why he changed the family's name from Bauer to Rothschild or Rothschild. So one of the oldest secret societies is the Khazarian Mafia out of Turkey, okay, uh, which control banking, which control finance. They control 
um, the global military industrial complex. And so that's probably one of the oldest, if not the oldest secret society on earth today, the Khazarian um, mafia out of present day Turkey. Absolutely. Fascinating. Yeah. Now, now, now I've yeah. got I've got kind of like a basic question that I feel like a lot of people that are you know watching this maybe they haven't like obviously been studying this as much as you guys and that sort of thing. But like you know, people always talk about secret societies in general, right? And 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 a lot of times it gets written off as conspiracy theory and you can't prove it or anything like that. So from your guys's perspective, a how do how do we know that this is real? And b um, what's the purpose of having all of these secret societies? Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com spiritpark. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Brother crew, you can go ahead. The goal, I mean, obviously the goal is to eventually take over the world and install a one world government. That's the goal. It's always been the goal. The plan, the plan that's been referred to for the past few thousand years. And it's uh, he, uh, the enemy is exactly. And do it many times. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. And it's like one thing I've studied, I've studied conspiracy theories for about all my life. And I used to go to Granada Forum where they had the craziest books everywhere, speakers. I collect the cr crazy books, you know. But I was open to all that. I just wanted to hear it all. And um, one thing I learned was uh, it got very deep, you know, some of the stuff of, of, of the mind control. I studied a lot about mind control, MKUltra, uh, uh, all the Tesla technology and stuff. Even become overwhelmed because it's so thick and deep. But ultimately, God showed me very clearly something very cool. They can only push how far God allows them to. So God is sovereign. He's in total control. And at some point, right. he's going to allow it. But no matter, in thousands of years, they've tried to establish this back from the Tower of Babel. Okay? Uh, it's been going on. And so every time they, the enemy always has an Antichrist in the wings for every generation. You know, hoping that's going to be the one, whatever. I mean, uh, you've heard about Maitra and all that stuff. That was Alice Bailey and all that crazy stuff. Anyway, point is being that God only allows him to push as far as he allows him to, period. That gave me a lot of comfort. Uh, 
from from just the levels of, of control that I read about. So fascinating stuff, though. But. Absolutely. And also, uh, along with the Kanzarian uh, Empire, um, because they came into existence um, between the books of the prophet Malachi in the Gospel according to St. Matthew, which we call the 400 silent years, which is nothing more but four days to God. But anyway, during that time, Jerusalem was overran, okay, during the time of Titus. And we're not talking about the Apostle Titus. This is another Titus that way predates um, the Apostle St. Titus in, in, in the New Testament. But so between um, Malachi and Matthew, um, the Jerusalemites, right, Israel was overran and almost destroyed by a secret cabal called the Khazarian Empire Mafia, okay, which exists today through the Rothschilds, okay, through the Warburgs, who had created the present-day Federal Reserve System on Jackal Island, right, going back to de December of 1913. So then, um, these the Khazarian Mafia, okay, between uh, Malachi and Matthew, then eventually became the Sanhedrin Council in the in the Gospels. See, very few people know this, Brother Jeff and Brother Crew. So the Sanhedrin Council were proponents not of the Torah, okay, the first five books of Moses, who talk about secret societies, foundations, and initiatives, but they were proponents of um, the Talmud, okay. Uh, now, it, it was written by Talmudical scholars during the Babylonian captivity during the time of the prophet Daniel. So, but the book was perfected uh, by the Consolian Mafia between uh, Malachi and Ma this part of history. Very few church people know this, uh, Brother Jeff and Brother Crew. So then they create the Talmud, which greatly, I mean, which disrespects the body of Christ. They disrespect our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Talmud. And again, I'm not. Listen, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm just revealing um, some of these oldest, oldest secret societies, foundations, and initiatives, as as we're talking about tonight here. So then, uh, the Sanhedrin Council, during um, the time of Jesus Christ in the four Gospels, were teaching a false dogma from a false, really, de uh, a, a demonic um, doctrine uh, called the Talmudical system that disrespected our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but they also promote pedophilia. Because in the Talmud here uh, today, that they teach that it's okay for a man to marry um, a, a little girl as long as she is the age of three or older, or for a woman to marry a little child, a boy from the age of three or older. That was the reason why Jesus said what he said in St. John 8, 44, that ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you would do. That term lust not only means an abnormal affection, okay? Now, affection by itself is from God, it's holy, but abnormal affection is demonic. So Jesus was exposing them, not because they were Jewish. He was exposing them because they were connected to the Talmudical scholars, okay, 
the same ones who not only uh, had almost destroyed the Torah during the time of the Babylonian captivity of Israel, but between Malachi and Matthew, the Khazarian Empire, who are not true Jews, but they are of Turkish origin, right. uh, had set up the Sanhedrin, okay, as one of the first secret societies of that day, okay? So I just wanted to really lay that foundation. Go right ahead, guys. I'm sorry. I was going to say, some people say that the Turkish form of the Jews are what is really represented mostly in Jerusalem right now, although all the real tribes are coming back right now to Jew, to Israel. But they say that, that they're the ones that kind of took over there for a while, the Turkish Jews, which were not the original. Yeah. But fascinating, fascinating. Uh, is that the, the Kabbalah came out the, the Talmud, right? Absolutely. And, and the thing is with the Talmud, where they not only are um, proponents of child marriage and pedophilia, it's there, but also they are proponents um, of spirit cooking. So the Talmud is an evil book. It's not the Torah, it's not the Tanakh, right? It is it is evil, just like uh, many other Kabbalistical teachers, which, are, which also comes from many of those early Jewish secret societies through the Khazarian Mafia, including the secret society called the Essenes, right? who were also adherents of a Kabbalistical type of teaching that they did not concentrate on God, whose name was the Lord Jesus Christ. The Essenes concentration was on the uh, numbering system of what we call gematria in Scientology before, long before there was an L. Ron Hubbard. So these right. are some of the early proponents of um, secret societies, absolutely. Yeah, there's so many people that are obsessed with gematria today. I mean, constantly, people are constantly yeah. doing investigations. It's like, I'm like, you know, wow. Um, yeah, it's hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it, it, well, it, and I want to, so, I want to throw this in there just, as well. It seems like, you know, like Larry, some of the things that you were mentioning that were the practices of of that secret society. You know, we're hearing about happening today. You know, with modern day po politicians and and with Hollywood, and you know, there was that documentary Out of Shadows, and there's a lot of talk about a lot of that kind of stuff being practiced today. So, is this just a continuation of that? It is a continuation, and you hit that right on the button, brothers yeah. and brother Jeff. It is a continuation or a continuum that which began, okay, six thousand years ago because of the fall of the archangel Lucifer, okay? Never and and so when we talk about, yeah, when we talk about spirit cooking, child pedophilia, child sacrifice, drinking blood, the blood and adrenochrome from children, that is a Hollywood Luciferian continuation, uh, not just because of the inception of the fall of Lucifer, but the Gonzalian Mafia, okay, at the present day Turkey, the secret society of the S. And there's another secret society, and forgive me for cutting you off, Brother Crew, but there's another secret society that the uh, I, I don't hear a lot of theologians really uh, teach about. Um, and this secret society was exposed by the Apostle St. Paul called the Scythians, right? Um, the Scythians in the New Testament. Now, the bloodline of the Scythians goes all the way back back, right, during the time of the prophet Jeremiah, even up to this present day, within the geographical location, which we call Mongolia, 
okay? So the blood of Genghis Khan goes back to the Scythians, okay? Who will also practice cannibalism, okay? When you connect the words Cain and Abel, that's cannibal, right? Cannibalism, spirit cooking. So then the Scythians, through the 14 Paul Pauline epistles, um, talks about um, the Scythians being a cannibalistic type of secret society that are the progenitors of the bloodline that produced Genghis Khan, including Confucius. So these are some of the early um, proponents of not just secret societies and foundations and initiatives, but like you said, Brother Jeff, a lot of the practices that these secret societies of the Gonzalian Mafia, the Essenes, and including the Scythians, as told by St. Paul, are practiced today. And that we are seeing uh, right before our very eyes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's never stopped. I mean, it's never stopped. It's been hidden for so many years, but you know, uh, even in scriptures, it says everything will be revealed in the end. At the end, everything is being revealed right now. The whole conspiracy thing is being revealed. Most conspiracies are reality, and people are seeing the evidence come forward. You know, right in front of their eyes. Some people are just just got their blinders on big time. But uh, you know, hopefully they'll be revealed. But let's talk more about the the significance of the bloodlines, because the bloodlines. Mm-hmm. You know, a very uh, a very uh, brilliant man i just was introduced to his name is gary wayne brilliant theologian oh my goodness he's written so much he's so historical about everything blew my mind about c.s lewis and tolkien okay i grew up on narnia baby i mean i grew up i was i grew up in narnia yeah and then i started reading the tolkien stuff as a kid before i could even understand it i was reading it it was like french pastry it was so I grew up in the uh, King James Version, so I was like, this is beautiful. You know, I kept reading it until I could understand it. And I used to read the whole series every year for many years. Okay, so uh, there was one guy I heard, uh, his name was John, and he was uh, later put into a mental institution and died in a mental institution. But he was had videos on YouTube about how he was uh, one of the members of the original Collins family from Europe. And they changed his name. His family changed their name when they came to America in the 60s. And they were coming over here. They're from a family of witches, witchcraft, deeply involved, deeply for generational, generational bloodlines. And they were coming over here to do specific things to start to leak out witchcraft into uh, into America. One of the things that he was involved in was the writing of Bewitched. Man, I love Bewitched as a kid. I was like so mad when my mom wouldn't let me watch it anymore. I was like, D-d-d-d-d-d. the whole deal. That was so cool. But child, and also Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows about the Collins family. That was written from a diary. Most of that stuff really happened. Okay, uh, whether you believe it or not, you know, it was written from from diaries of the Collins family. So anyway, um, but there was definitely bloodlines. Uh, like I studied the Masonic Lodge for many years. And I won't say a lot about it, but I will say that uh, people always view it as, oh, well, you know, all these politicians, everybody, it's just a, it's just an old guys group. We get together and, you know, you can get ahead and meet all these judges. No, 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 no. It's like any occult thing. The people involved don't know really what's going on. Only the inner circle knows. That's part of the occult organization. So the inner circle is really only privy to the real meanings of everything. There's a book called Morals and Dogma by uh, Albert Pike who is the uh, uh, interpreter of 
of Masonic ritual. And this guy, uh, amazing history on Robert Pike. He was a general and everything. But um, the, all of their books are magnetized. So, you know, you can't hold on to them really uh, without bad things happening. Uh, uh, you know, they're magnetized in a ritual. Because I don't have to worry about that because, uh-huh, yeah, I'm protected. But, but I, I didn't keep the book after I got it anyway. So, um, But on page 40, it tells you, oh, all these rituals you've been doing for the past 18 degrees, they're not what we told you what they mean. This is the real meaning of them. And then you get to page, I think it's 49, and it says who the god of Freemasonry is. Lucifer. You know, and some people believe, oh, well, Lucifer was the light bringer. You know, uh, yeah. So that kind of gives you the idea of what's going on with that. But, but huge, huge uh, uh, bloodlines. There's in in masonry, you can only get to the 33rd degree, uh, and then you can't progress on any further into the Illuminati degrees unless you have a bloodline. Um, you know, a pastor of my old church, uh, Terry, Terry, you know, Terry and Silvana, Terry. He was, he was. Uh, I met him at my my church I grew up in in San Francisco, First Covenant Church, man. And he was a brilliant pastor and everything. And he had a pastor. He, his father was a 32nd degree Mason, also a pastor. And they would not let him go to the 33rd degree because he would not renounce Christianity. So, you know, whatever. But uh, dark, very dark. I've actually um, been involved in helping some people escape some uh, attacks from being ritually abused by some masons as children and uh there's a there's a to everything there's a really dark side and there's a light side you know not saying that there's a good side to it just what they put on for their face and there's a dark side to it just like actually when we were talking about the jewish people there's the the, the evil ones and the good ones just like everything you know there's not i don't want to say that they're equal because they're not because we know we're already victorious but but anyway uh fascinating history though fascinating history I'm kind of losing my point now. <laughs> Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. You're good. And, and, and again, as a side note, and you hit something very powerful with me, Brother Crew, and I thank God 
for you, my brother, because you may mention of Albert Pike. Oh, okay, yeah. um, and 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 not to go all of the map on my part, but with Albert Pike, there is a great misconception, right, uh, in America that, and what I'm going to say is going to blow your listeners' minds. You guys probably already. White people did not create the Ku Klux Klan. And let me say it again. White people did not create the KKK. A Rothschild agent. And why do I bring up the KKK? Because the KKK is a secret society, okay? That was in birth in Pulaski, Tennessee in 1865. So there was a Rothschild agent by the name of Philip Benjamin Judah, okay? Uh, who, by the financial backing, some uh, scholars call him Judah Philip Benjamin or Benjamin Philip Judah. But Judah Philip Benjamin, who was not only a U.S. senator in the Confederacy, but he was also an attorney who never graduated from a law school, right? Uh, he was a, a, a British uh, Khazarian, right, of Khazarian Turkish blood. So then in 1865, with the financial banking of the Rothschild dynasty, um, Judah Benjamin, um, Judah Philip Benjamin, had uh, put, hired Albert Pike and Nathan Bedford Forrest to create the Ku Klux Klan, okay, uh, in early 1884, in February of 1884 which later the following year after the death of Judah Philip Benjamin, because he died, I believe, on the 6th of May, 1884. A year later, in 1885, okay, uh, the Ku Klux Klan became chartered, okay? The Ku Klux Klan became a 501c3 and chartered in 1885, though it began in its inception in 1865, right after the Civil War. Now, the Civil War was financed by the Rothschilds from both sides, north and south, south and north. So this Judah uh, Philip Benjamin uh, was also the Secretary of War in state for the Confederacy. So then he created the Ku Klux Klan um, to be a secret society after the order, um, the Golden, um, the Knights of the Golden Circle, okay? which came up out of Great Britain, and then the Knights of the Golden Circle, which are which is called in Germany today, today the Masonic Order of the Golden Centurium, which Colby Bryant was a member of through his knee doctor, Dr. Peter Whalen. So the Ku Klux Klan was started uh, with Khazarian money through the Rothschild dynasty to their agent, Judah P. Benjamin, who had hired, um, designated uh, Albert Pike, who was a 33rd degree Mason, and Nathan Bedford Forrest, who was also a 33rd degree Mason, to create what we call the Ku Klux Klan. So white people had been accused of doing something that they themselves had nothing to do with. This blows people's minds. So as we're talking about these early secret societies, and, and, and that's a sign note, you would talk about secret societies, um, B'nai B'rith of the Anti-Defamation League was originally created to be a secret society. Again, I am not anti-Semitic, okay? But I, we're just talking about secret societies, foundations, 
um, in the initiatives here on the GK radio. So um, B'nai Barith uh, of the Anti-Defamation League, okay, was um, founded also with Rothschild money as a what? A secret society, okay? It was founded as a secret society uh, going back to 1876, 11 years after the, after the creation of the Ku Klux Klan. It was called the Independent Order of Benabarith, and the Anti-Defamation League is really the military arm of Benabarith, okay, with Rothschild money, okay? So the secret society of the Ku Klux Klan began with Rothschild money through their um, American agent, okay, Judah Philip Benjamin, okay, along with Albert Pike and Nathan Bedford Forrest, created um, the Ku Klux Klan, all right, uh, and then going uh, further from 1865 to 1876, came another secret society through Rothschild money, okay, out of Great Britain, the Independent Order of B'nai Barith, okay? So they were the organization that had President Abraham Lincoln assassinated. Now, why do I say that? We're talking about secret societies now, foundations and initiatives here tonight. So then an attorney by the name of Simon Wolf was hired by B'nai Barith with the financial backing of the Rothschilds uh, to take out Abraham Lincoln. Why? Because Abraham Lincoln uh, did not want um, the secret societies, okay, uh, of the global Luciferian order to overtake the money supply in the United States of America. As so did they. JFK. Go right ahead. What's that? Another person who was assassinated, JFK, who was going against the feds, yeah. Yes, same, excellent point, brother. Same thing. And it's amazing, President Trump a couple of weeks ago over, took over the Fed. Yeah. By absorbing the U.S. Treasury Department into the thing. Amazing. Historic. Never been seen before. Uh, it, so, We've been mm -hmm. enslaved since 1913. It, we've been enslaved since 1913. Now think about that. You've got 13 families, nine of which uh, are composed of the nine knights of the round table. There's a book going back to uh, 1954, and I think that I uh, had talked to Jeff about this when I was on his show last time, um, the 1954 book called The History of Sigma Pi Phi, which is the history of the Boulay Seeker Society, where you got nine black men representing these nine black Greek letter fraternity and sorority uh, secret societies in these black university colleges and universities that was built not by black people, Okay, these American black African Americans um, colleges and universities were subsidized. Okay, um, by not just the Rothschilds. Okay, but uh, a man by the name of Julius Rosenwald, who was a thirty-third and one-half degree Mason. You may mention, brother Carl, no one can go above a thirty-third degree, especially black people. Yeah. No one can go above because the 33rd and one half degree represents you have to be in the bloodline of the Luciferian elite. But Julius Rosenwald was a 33rd and one half degree Mason, a member of the B'nai B'rith of the Anti-Defamation League in Chicago, Illinois. 
who was also a proponent of eugenesis, okay, who was also a part of the secret society of the uh, independent order of B'nai Berea, okay? So Julius Rosenwald was, is also the creator of the Sears Roebuck Company that exists today. He, he's a part, he is a part of a secret society. Okay? Uh, again, I'm not anti-Semitic. Listen, I am a contract killer representing the kingdom of Jesus Christ. My job <laughs> is to decapitate the devil's head by revealing the truth. So Julius Rosenwald is not a hero to black America. And you know why? Because Julius Rosenwald gave a $50,000 check to Tuskegee University in 1932 to create the syphilis conspiracy against black America where 600 black men and women from 1932 to 1972, a period of 40 years, were affected, infected with a pathogen long before there was a COVID-19 called syphilis. And so Booker T. Washington died of that because there were Boule Secret Society members within Tuskegee who had taken him out on the behest of President Woodrow Wilson, okay, who was also closely tied to the Hollywood film director, uh, D.W. Griffith, A Birth of the Nation. This is all secret society money, gentlemen. And, and I don't, I didn't mean to talk so long, but again, you guys got me so excited. So on, white people getting after the Klan, they, they have nothing to do with the Klan. Go right ahead, Brother Carl. Oh, I just want to say amen to everything you just said. Speaking of volumes, volumes. Um, one thing I wanted to say was uh, the thing about the uh, Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. Uh, uh, they were part of a secret society at Cambridge called the Inklings. And a lot of other authors were yeah. so Inklings. There was Bram Stoker. There was a whole list of the guy who wrote Alice in Wonderland. They were all Inklings. And they were in a secret society that was Rosicrucian-based. And it was about writing stories. Yes that have an inkling, an underlying something of their worldview, which was Rosicrucian, which was Gnostic. And uh, I mean, I, like I say, I grew up on Narnia, I grew up on all that stuff, but I mean, there's like a five part diatribe that was written by Gary Wayne that blew my mind. And uh, it really reveals, I mean, it, you know, uh, Thomas Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland and all that, he uh, come out very clearly and said, well, the story of Jesus Christ is a fairy tale. And it's a fairy tale, and it's the classic fairy tale, and it should be only seen as a fairy tale. So you have to you have to discern the secret meaning to it. Uh, yeah, and like you know, of course, in the Bible it says there's no secret revelation. It's all right there. It's all revelation by the Holy Spirit. So it's there's nothing secret that you have to that anyone has privy to. When people are like I have a word for you, child. No, no, no. You can't. You have access to whatever word you have directly from the Holy Spirit anytime you want to. You don't need someone to come up and give you a word. You know, people have anointed words, and that's good. You know, but uh, uh, fascinating stuff about C.S. Lewis and because uh, they were very, very actually. I mean, a, a mere Christianity, the Great Divorce. The Great Divorce was a great example that was written about people in hell taking a bus trip to heaven. And I mean, like I've read a lot of C.S. Lewis, all out of a silent pan, uh, Paralandra, out of a silent planet, that hideous strength, the science fiction series, and of course all of Narnia. But uh, the thing about C.S. Lewis was uh, uh, in the book uh, uh, the, the Great Divorce, which is about, like I say, people in hell taking a trip to heaven. 
they you, you come to realize in the story that they were they chose to be in hell they chose to be in hell and it wasn't that bad it was just bland and they were just you know i mean like directly uh, uh against what the bible teaches so it's all very cleverly and, and very subtly woven into stories and you know, I mean, Narnia, Narnia, Aslan the lion is based off of a Hindu god, a lion god called Narashi. And you know, like, I mean, in the books, it's like, okay, here's this lion. He's like the savior. He dies and he comes back, and the whole deal. And it's like, oh, he's most Christian. It's Jesus, right? No, no, it's that subtle. So uh, it's very disturbing to hear all this. But uh, you know, maybe when the rubber hits the road, <laughs> you gotta make some clear decisions. Yeah. Well, well, one thing, one thing that yeah, I wanted, I mean, one, one thing I wanted to ask really quick too is, is kind of going along with this, and you know, I know both of you guys have kind of talked about secret societies and like even like in American history and different organizations like that. But setting up like America itself, you know, the the predominant thing within evangelical Christianity is, uh, you know, we were founded as a Christian nation, right? Uh, you know, and then you've got a lot of people say no, it was actually founded by the Freemasons, so it was not really Christian and all that kind of stuff. How do secret societies come into the actual forming of America? That's an excellent question. Go, go ahead, Brother Carl. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, go ahead. Oh, no. And, and um, every president, okay, um, other than President Trump, is, is a Freemason. And going back to George Washington, uh, Lincoln, every, in matter of fact, there is a book that is banned here in the United States. Uh, it talks about the chronology of the hidden hand. Right. Okay. The chronology of the hidden hand where the author is unknown. He talks about from George Washington even to Barack Obama, they're all related through Luciferian bloodline. So Brother Carl, you talk about bloodline, so they're all related by blood, the hidden hand. And anytime you look at someone uh, like a Tony Fauci, I put up a, a post a couple of weeks ago with his left hand inside of his jacket pocket. But you got ignorant people saying, well, he's probably scratching his chest. Stop. Stop. That That's a high ranking Masonic symbol, a secret society exactly. with the right hand inside of the jacket pocket means favor. The left hand means uh, he's on his way out of the White House. That's all Scottish right, York right. Um, secret society symbols but as far as getting back to your question brother jeff the formation of our country um now the formation of washington dc um washington dc was actually created and built by the first 33rd degree african-american mason by the name of dr benjamin banneker dr benjamin banneker was hired in uh um sent Okay, by George Washington to lay out the schematical um, blueprint of what we call the District of Columbia. Yeah. So a black man built Washington, D.C., uh, who was also one of the first members of the Prince Hall Masonic group. The Prince Hall Masonic group uh, of men also built the United States. 90% of the engineers, and thank you so much, Brother Jeff, because you hit a powerful nerve with me. 90% uh, of the engineers in the South uh, were Prince Hall Masons. A lot of them were in slavery, and a lot of them were out of slavery. 
but they were the ones that built the White House, the Capitol, the Jefferson Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, okay? Um, the buildings of the Supreme Court. It was black Masonic Hall, secret um, society members, engineers from the South that built Washington, D.C. through Dr. Benjamin Ban Banneker, uh, who was uh, the first 33rd degree black Mason that was acknowledged by the government of the United States. So to, to the formation of our country, though it's built on the word of God, and I, and I believe we got the greatest nation uh, on the face of the earth, but at the same time, uh, the schematical structure, let's say from uh, the Capitol to the White House, right? is six miles from the White House to the Lincoln Memorial is six miles and from the Lincoln Memorial to the Jefferson is six miles and back to the Capitol. Six, 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 six. And is that by chance? No, that's all Masonically created. Yeah. If you see it from the yeah. side, it's an inverted pentagram. And also the, uh, the Moloch, the yes, owl is there too, yeah. The, the owl. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, and how would how would Dr. Benjamin Banneker know that concerning um, free Masonic architecture? He was an engineer as well as a medical doctor. Okay, so then um, the the Prince Paul Black Masonic Secret Society began uh, on the 29th of September, 1784. Okay, and it's interesting that they are connected to another secret secret society called the do the Demolay International Group um, that came up out of Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, on the 18th of March in 1919. Now the Demolay, uh, capital D-E, capital M-O-L-A-Y, International Secret Society, um, that came uh, actually came from the one of the founders of the Knights Templar. A man by the name of Jacques uh, de Molay, okay, yeah. who then in um, in one eleven nine or one thousand one hundred nineteen A.D. or after the Common Era, created the concept of the Knights Templar, which became eventually the fifteen forty Jesuit Secret Society, brother Jeff and brother Carl. So the Jesuit Secret Society, which uh, with the backing of the Vatican in 1540, was created not in Rome, Italy, but the Jesuit Secret Society was created in Paris, France, right. uh, through seven assassins uh, uh, being led by Ignatius of Loyola in his in almost all of the universities and colleges throughout the world. He was a he was an assassin representing the military-industrial complex of the Roman Empire, and more specifically, the Vatican. So then, uh, to, to get back to your statement, Brother Jeff and, and Brother Crew, uh, Washington, D.C., including the structure of the United States of America, yeah. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. 
Happy holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. I think I think we're losing Larry there here. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see if uh, if he comes back in. But but Carl, right Carl, upon which we think I heard him now. Yeah, you there, Larry? You there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, there cool. We, we we lost you for a sec there. Fascinating history. Okay, about- uh, so the yes, absolutely, and so that Knights Templar. Right. Going back to, um, you know, 1119 A.D. or after the common era in Jerusalem was one of the creators was Jacques de Molay, who was a 33rd and one half degree Mason. Right. Uh, of the French Masonic order of the Golden Dawn. And uh, in thousands of years later, now in March 18, 1919, the de Molay International Secret Society is an offshoot of the Knights Templar. But the Knights Templar, which was destroyed by Prince Philip of France in 1307, eventually evolved into the Jesuit Secret Society in 1540 with the financial backing of the Vatican. Okay, so now remember, and before we get to Brother Crew, remember um, the, the movie uh, John Wick with Keanu Reeves. Okay, John Wick one, two, and three. Well, that movie is from the premise of both the Knights Templar and the Jesuit Secret Society, where going back uh, to uh, 1119 AD, after the Common Era, Jacques de Molay, okay, had created this Knights Templar. Templar means the Temple of Knowledge, from whence we get the term Lodge, Masonic Lodge. So in order for them to kill someone, um, the master of the of the director of the Knights Templar, Jacques de Molay, would give a killer a coin, and that assassin would have to drip his blood from his thumb, his left thumb, into the cauldron of that coin. That's in the John Wick movies. That's our Knights. That's our Knights Templar and Jesuit secret society history. Okay, and so these are some of the founding uh, engineers or structures coming back to the United States. All of these presidents were 33rd degree Masons. Benjamin Franklin, all of them were, um, but yet they believed in God. And I personally do not believe that any pastor or Christian should be uh, within the Masonic order. You you cannot have one foot in Christ and one foot in darkness. I'll go right ahead. Oil and water don't mix. It don't. It doesn't mix. You I, cannot be a pastor and be a mason. Go ahead, brother. I, I agree. I agree. I have no idea what that whole situation was, but I wrote a script called "The Fall of the Knights Templar," and it was about mm-hmm. when they were destroyed in France in 1307. And yes. I, from about 20 years of research, and it poured out of me. I mean, I wrote it in like a month and a half. It was a feature, wow. and it was bought 
from me before I even finished it. And uh, uh, it was really, really just, just, it was almost divinely inspired because it just poured out of me. But, uh, but I'm very familiar with a lot of that, and it's, it's absolutely fascinating. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's something that people don't understand very little. They understand very little about and how it pertains exactly to what we're going right now, right now. I mean, uh, we see the effects of it all around us, and we, it's just, we're blinded to it, you know. But, but there's something called the Great Awakening. Hey! <laughs> and, like, a lot, a lot of things are being lifted right now, and a lot of people are seeing stuff that they never expected. So um, I just I pray for everyone just for clarity and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and, 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 no, well what, what, one thing that I kind of want to, you know, I, I want to get to how all of this plays into like what's going on right now with society and this craziness with coronavirus and all that kind of stuff. But but one question I wanted to kind of ask, because we we're talking about the, the impact that it has on, you know, our country and its founding and all that kind of stuff. But then I think that that kind of leads into the symbolism, because like you guys were talking about what's, what goes on in in the design of washington dc i i think as well there's obviously there's a lot of symbolism happening in within uh hollywood and in movies and with bands and with their with their visuals and stage performances and all that kind of stuff you know can you guys kind of talk to why why have all this symbolism because i feel like a lot of people they'll say why would they just be putting it out there for everybody to see? Isn't that too easy? You know, so so what's the purpose of this symbolism that's clearly has its roots in all of these secret societies and free free Masonic and uh, Illuminati and all that kind of stuff? What was what was Lucifer's job in heaven? Mm. He led the worship. Okay, you think about all the satanic music out there today. It's the same thing, only it's worshiping himself. Okay, they, symbolism will be their downfall, and yes. they're 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 just they don't care anymore. They're using it. They're full on. I mean, there's so many so many stories of, of you cannot make it in this town unless you sell your soul, and all it sounds just so they made it sound like ridiculously iconic. And oh yeah yeah yeah, but it's the real deal. I mean, uh, yeah, there's many examples of people who are millionaires who are offered the chance to be a billionaire. Uh, at certain parties if they participate in certain acts and they don't do it so they never cross that line um, there's a lot of I don't even want to say names but there's a lot of people who are openly embracing Luciferian worship right now in the music industry there's actually people who talk about every every record company when they take an album and it's finished they have a ritual and ritualize their album and dedicate it to a certain demon I mean you know uh, whatever you think that means but uh it's always infused as much as possible with demonic energy. I mean, that's just what's going on. And, and the same thing with films. And being in the film industry, I mean, it's a very small little part of it for many years. I, I see it all around me all the time. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I just I always pray for clarity. And, and uh, uh, I got some little thumb on my heart sometimes. It's just, you know, the Holy Spirit just goes, uh-huh, uh, yeah. And, and actually, years ago... Uh, one of my girlfriends had a Ouija board, okay? And I grew up in the church, and I knew better, you know, but it was like, yeah, let's wear the treasure, you know, all this stuff. But that opened a portal to some drug use for two years for me, and I was a Christian back then. But it, it, I opened the portal, man, and, and uh, you know, finally, uh, through reading my scripture and everything else, I, I got it closed, but there was a reason for it. God brings good out of evil, okay? And because of that, it gave me a sensitivity to demonic presence, and I know when something's up, you know, and I get a thumb in my heart, I call it. 
and that's you know it's like uh, I don't fear it, but I'm like okay, what, you know I open myself to leading the Holy Spirit of what I'm supposed to say, what I'm supposed to say to whoever is approaching me or whatever is going on. It's all about the, leaving yourself open to the leading of the Spirit, and because I can tell people something about Jesus all night long, but it's all it's all Easter Bunny and Santa Claus until there's a revelation of the Spirit, until God opens the eyes of their heart, you know. So uh, yeah, but. Uh, Smugly times we have right now. It's just manifesting literally in front of our eyes. And I think it's very uh, uh, interesting to see the level is rising because the enemy knows his time is short and it's getting stronger and stronger. But we're not supposed to fear it. We're not going to be shaken. We will not be shaken. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not supposed to be shaken. Yeah. Because we're not slaves to fear. And that's the thing. When I, I witnessed to a lot of people deeply involved in the occult, and that's one thing they were fearful. Well, this one guy, he was couldn't even sleep at night. And he said he'd been raped by an entity, you know, and he was couldn't even sleep at night because two or three hours a night because he's so scared. And that that's something that we can talk to people about like that. You see, look, as a Christian, you have power over the enemy. Okay, you have authority over demons. Demons don't like to hear the name. <laughs> Jesus Christ, baby. Yeah. So we have power as born again Christians uh, over over the over the enemy. Okay. But you don't you don't want to treat it lightly. You know, it's like I, I don't want a battle, but I'm there with my weapons if I have to be. If God leads me to it, I don't seek it out. I don't seek it out. But when it manifests in front of me, I know I'm supposed to do something. I do it. You know, and it's seen some amazing stuff. So anyway, yeah, go on, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. This is powerful information that you are revealing, uh, Brother Carl. Um, these, like you said, man, I got symbols will be their downfall. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you look at the the term Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood. Uh, it, it, it was actually named Holly Wan. Yes. Like the one of a witch. Yeah. So Holly Wan is made out of Hollywood. Yeah. Even the uh, statue of the uh, um, Academy Awards mm -hmm. uh, represents Egyptian magic. It's all symbolisms, Brother Jeff and Brother Carl, okay? So when you look at the, um, the symbol, and there's a book called Secrets, um, The Lost Symbol, The Unauthorized Guide to Secret Societies, Hidden Symbols, and Mysticism. And so when you uh, talk about symbols, symbologies, okay, um, the pyramid, the pyramid, right, on the back of the one dollar bill, we're talking about uh, Norvis Order Seclorum, New World Order in Latin. Yeah, and on the back of the one dollar bill, okay, you have a pyramid or a pyramid that has from the bottom to the top, right before you get to the RCNI, a patar rod or balfamet, there are 13 layers of bricks or stones. Those represent the first 13 levels of the Illuminati order. As a side note, Kobe Bryant was the 13th pick in the 1996 draft. His daughter was 13 when she was killed. Gigi, everything is symbolism with these devils. Um, when you look at the um, the number uh, uh, concerning the skulls and bones, 322, okay? Now, I've always wondered, men of God, and, and you, you hit a nerve with me, Brother Carl, and especially you, Brother Jeff, 
uh, concerning um, the number 322. Why would um, the uh, Luciferian secret society through the skulls and bones, um, you know, put this number uh, 322 on the front of their logo? Well, it goes back, okay, uh, in 322 BC, uh, there was a Greek scholar by the name of Demosthenes, okay, who was a practitioner of spirit cooking and pedophilia, okay? So that's why they put the number 322, okay, concerning um, the logo or the insignia of the skulls and bones. Why? Because it points to their one of their gods and heroes by the name of Demosthenes. He was a great orator, okay? He was a great scholar when it came to Greek Hellenistical history, okay? But at the same time, um, that 322 represents Demosthenes, who was one of the major proponents of child sacrifice and child pedophilia within the Greek Empire. So you talk about the number 322. Anytime you type in 322 on uh, within Google.com, it will connect you to a multiplicity of connections when it comes to COVID-19. The first 322 patients uh, in Wuhan, China, died of the COVID-19. Why did it stop there at 322 uh, at a time? And then later it went into the thousands. But the first 322 patients, okay, uh, within the Wuhan district that contracted COVID-19, that number is very significant. And why is it significant? Because it points to the Greek scholar Demosthenes, who was also a proponent of child pedophilia and child sacrifice, including uh, Plato, um, Aristotle, and and Socrates. All of this is connected to the secret. It destroys itself too, because you can you can search out anything on Google, and actually, they, you know, take stuff away a lot too. But uh, hey, there, uh, hey there, Carl. So 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 re- so really quick. So my so my computer totally just died. Uh, it was it was the most rant. It was the it was the most random thing happening. Right. So we were in, we so I, we're we're back on live right now. Uh, I got us back on. My wife's gonna verify that that we're back uh, live. Uh, but what we're going to be delayed. But here's the crazy thing. Just as Larry w- was talking about all this kind of stuff, right? And, and it, w- it was crazy, right? My computer all of a sudden went black, buzzed, and then a, a screen came up that I've never seen before. And it goes, um, your computer restarted because of a problem. And that was it. And I'm like, um, seems a little weird here. <laughs> uh, that's even. Again, when we begin to talk about Demosthenes. Yeah. In 322 BCE, before the Common Era, okay, he was a part of a secret society within within the Greek Empire, okay, who were practitioners of child sacrifice, pedophilia, and child trafficking. This is the hero of the Skulls and Bones. That's why you see that number on within the insignia of the Skulls and Bones of Yale University, 322. It points to the Greek orator Demosthenes, okay? So he is the one who is one of the original uh, creators of what we call um, pedophilia, 
okay? The Greeks were known for that during the time uh, of Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates. It's all secret society foundational initiatives, okay, which uh, continues today. Getting back to your point there, Brother Jeff and Brother Carl, all of this demonic stuff is continuing today, okay? And as Brother Carl had said, that you cannot go to the 33rd and one half degree unless you belong to one of the bloodlines of the 13 Illuminati families, which they believe that their bloodline goes back uh, not just to the Nephilims, to the fallen angels in Genesis chapter 6. That's also in the books of the prophet in Seer Enoch. But they teach that the bloodline goes back to the serpent, yeah. okay, concerning that serpent seed doctrine, okay? But this is Bones, Demosthenes, 322 BCE, and, and including the secret society of the Boule, uh, secret society. This is symbols. This will be their downfall, yeah. okay? It's all about symbology. The bloodline that goes back, okay, you think, okay, uh, you know, the enemy knows the scriptures. He knows the scriptures. Yeah. He knows there's a bloodline that's going to produce the Savior. So he's going to do everything he can to infect that bloodline, uh, and that's what where the Nephilim came from, where Nephilim were where spirits uh, had sex with women and produced Nephilim, men of great renown, uh, giants, all that stuff. And it was about corrupting the bloodline that would bring about Jesus Christ. And so it's, it's all about the blood. I remember talking to somebody and they said, you know, the reason that uh, satanic rituals are so incest, you know, just they're, they're focused on blood is because demons have no blood. So they can never be forgiven. Right. Can never be forgiven. We got some blood, baby, so we can be forgiven. Yeah. But they have no blood. So thus, all their rituals are all about the blood. It's the blood. Even the horror movies, the blood is the life, all that stuff. Uh, fascinating. Have you ever heard of a man named Jack Chick? Yes, I've heard of the name. Chick yes. Tracks. The tracks. You remember those tracks? Yes. That's yes, right. <laughs> I got to meet him before he died. Oh. My, okay. my, a friend of mine's wife, uh, mother worked for him for 20 years. So I got to have lunch with Jack Chick. And wow. I passed out his flyers as a kid all over the Haight-Ashbury. I mean, I even when I went to Brazil, I took the ones that were in that language there. But but this is a guy that doesn't do any interviews. And he was the nicest guy. We had a great talk. And he, he's the one that turned me on to the Black Pope. And um, he uh, they published a book about a black, a Jesuit pope, the head of the Jesuit order, the Black Popes, um, who can, who, uh, uh, abdicated you he, he left them and told all their secrets in a book and they took out a they took out a, 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 a they they tried to assassinate him he took out a contract on him there's a very famous book about that and he told me all about that story and uh, uh i was doing some research for a guy who was doing a film about the black pope you know people say oh the black pope well that's anton the bay no it's not it's the general of the jesuit order they have a temple of geshu on the vatican grounds okay i was doing some research for this guy was writing a script, and I was online getting all these pictures of the Temple of Geshu, which is very clearly identifiable. And uh, I saw, I downloaded some pictures of uh, Hans Klobenbach, the last black pope to be the black pope before Francis, who was, is a Jesuit. First time we've ever had a Jesuit pope become the white pope. So apparently, uh, black popes have always really ruled. 
the uh, uh, everything went through the puppet of the white pope. So they worshipped Satan. Okay, there is. Uh, I found a picture, a black and white picture of the front of the Geshu Temple with a van parked out front, and two reptilians were carrying a boy into the church. Okay, now I don't care what you say about reptilian, reptilian, reptilian. It's like all demonic to me. You know, it's just the demon, demon, whatever. It's demonic manifestation. And I was like, that's not even what tripped me out about the picture. What tripped me out was what was driving the van. What was driving the van? A hippo. I'm like, what? What is this, National Geographic? This ain't no puffin stuff. And I looked at it, and it was a hippo. And I realized it's a representation of the hippo god they used to worship in ancient Egypt. So, I mean, whether you believe it or not, whatever, I did all this downloading, and all of a sudden, it was all taken off my computer. It was just taken there was no explanation. It was gone, missing from my computer after I had already sent it to my friend. So I said, I, I just stopped investigating at that point. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of really ugliness. But people don't know about the Jesuits there. They were designed to bring people back under the umbrella of the Roman Catholic Church after Martin Luther nailed his diatribes on the door. That was all. And they did it through any means possible, through, through uh, 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 murder through conspiracy, through destroying governments. They didn't care. There was nothing that, that got in their way. They did. That's what they do. That's what they did. And that's who we have as a real pope right now. And you can tell already the ecumenical thing that's going on with him is just he declared himself he's no longer the vicar of Christ now, which has never been done in the, in the years, thousands of years of the pope. Okay, so, you know, uh, it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty. It ain't pretty. And you know what? It's movement. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the reason why, when you look at the history, what I call the historicity of the bloodline of the popes, every pope from St. Linus, okay, um, going back in, into uh, 64 AD to St. Um, to Pope Francis today are all um, related through this Luciferian bloodline. And also, to add what you're saying concerning uh, a, the Jesuit Secret Society with Pope Francis, Pope Pius IX uh, in 1871 had pressured President um, Ulysses S. Grant here in the United States uh, to create a second constitution through the a Actus 1871. And the only reason why we have the term act not because of the first constitution, uh, going back to 1776, okay? But we have this term act is used uh, both through the Senate and in Congress, okay, through any type of uh, legislation or policy, because it represents the language of the second constitution that was enacted after the death, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, to make the United States not a Christian nation, a republic nation, right. but to make the United States a corporation, okay? Right. But getting back to the popes from, from Linus, St. Linus in 64 AD, and, and all the 266 popes are all related through blood, okay? Through Illuminati blood, they're all related, okay? Now, there is a section... Um, within the Vatican um, that you guys can look up. As a matter of fact, there's, there's, before I get to that, there's a lie 
that's been perpetuated through the Roman Catholic Church for decades and centuries, that St. Peter the Apostle was the first pope. That's a lie from the pit of hell. The reason why they're saying that St. Pope was the first pope, because when they had uh, martyred, crucified Peter upside down, okay, it's because the upside down cross is shaped like two symbols, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and also is shaped like a key, where Christ gave Peter the keys of the kingdom in Matthew chapter 16. So then um, after Peter's death, his bones were carried, okay, um, from Rome to the Vatican, to the land that would eventually be called the Vatican. So that term Vatican means Vaticanist, which means corruption and anal. I won't go down that road. So um, that's why they said that um, Peter was the first pope. Peter had nothing to do with the Vatican system or the Roman Catholic Church. So from Linus to um, Francis is a long line of succession of Luciferian bloodline um, Jesuits, more specifically with Pope um, Pius IX, who was also a 33rd and one half degree Mason and a Jesuit who had forced the United States through Rothschild money to make the United States a corporation. That's why you and I are paying taxes today because of that second constitution. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Because in the first constitution, I know, I know we're talking about symbols, but in that first constitution, Brother Jeff and uh, Brother Carl, um, the IRS or the tax code system is illegal according to the first constitution. And I know that has nothing to do with secret societies and foundations and, initi- and initiatives, but the, the bloodline of the 266 popes are all related. And they believe going back to Linus, that they all have a blood type called RH positive or RH negative. Um, I've had Gary Wayne on my show a couple of times. Blew my mind too, brother. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. And so he talks about certain countries, and forgive me for running my mouth because you guys got me so excited. Certain countries have the highest level and degree of RH negative and RH positive blood type people like the Bazique people in Spain that's being hit by COVID-19 in Italy and Afghanistan, Turkmenistan. So that RH negative and RH positive blood type goes back to the fallen angels of Genesis chapter six. Go ahead, brother. Well, I want to say, uh, I'm hearing so many things uh, real quickly about the C.S. Lewis and Tolkien connection to the bloodlines. There is uh, the whole concept of the fairies, the fairy bloodline. The fairy yes. bloodline goes back to the Nephilim bloodline. It goes back to the bloodline of the Antichrist, of Lucifer. Uh, that That's one of the things that Gary Wayne was talking about in those diatribes. Amazing, amazing. You know, they're very powerful in the Lord of the Rings, and they're very, and they look, they seem good, but no. Uh, the fascinating stuff. 
Um, the popes, uh, yeah, you just got to really be careful. I mean, I know a lot of Catholic Christians, and, you know, anyone can be saved, you know, uh, it's really only about if you've accepted Jesus into your heart, you know, following him, uh, you know, but I know some people who are very cool, and they're very, they're very Roman, they're Roman Catholic, but they accepted Jesus into their heart, and that's all that matters. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, you know, it'll come out, you know, that will be revealed uh, on that day, you know, but, uh, so, but I do pray, I pray uh, for, for all people to have the revelation, you know, to understand where they are, because it's so important, time is so close, you know. Um, one other thing I wanted to say was the, uh, let's see, oh, the bloodline, um, I don't even know if I should say this, but uh, do you know who Barbara Bush's mother or father was? Alyssa Crawley. Thank you. Bloodline, baby. Generational Satanism. Yep. Yeah. Alyssa Crawley. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and the thing is, most of the dynastic families in right. and throughout Europe, okay, uh, most of their children and their grandchildren to this day, brother Carl and brother Jeff, are. Um, uh, you know, suffering from all types of blood disorders and diseases. Why? Because they all intermarried into um, their families, the Rothschilds, the mm-hmm. Oppenheimers, the, the House of Windsor. Yeah. That's not their real name. It's Saxe Coburg. Okay, they are the Queen Elizabeth, okay, um, Prince Charles, all of those devils, they are of German Nazi blood. They have nothing to do with Brit- with the British bloodline there. And, and bro- Brother Carl knows this too. So they they are of the uh, Nazi uh, Illuminati bloodline. Now, you, even during World War II, not to go all of the map, when we're talking about symbols, right? Um, secret societies, foundations, and initiatives. Um, when you look at Adolf Hitler, he has uh, had Rothschild blood on his grandmother's side. But the see the the Nazi government before and during World War II had hid that that fact. Okay, so because of the great grandmother of Adolf Hitler, okay, was a housemaid and for one of the Rothschild families in Berlin, Germany. Okay, so then on um, the uh, the mother's side on on um, Adolf Hitler's mother's side has Rothschild blood. And matter of fact, to go one uh, one step deeper when we're talking about secret societies, foundations, and initiatives here tonight, not only did, um, you know, not only was Rothschild blood inside of Adolf Hitler, but he wasn't even German. He was Austrian. So who set him up to be the premier and the chancellor of Nazi Germany? These Illuminati bloodlines, just like brother, um, brother, uh, Carl was saying these Illuminati 13 families, including the Bushes, that's not their real name. Their real name is the Sheriff family of uh, the long line of German Illuminati bloodline families. That's Bush is not their real name. It's Sheriff. So then saying all of that to say this, getting back to uh, secret societies, foundations and initiatives, that bloodline of the Nephilims, okay, um, because prior to 1913, man, you guys got me so excited. Prior to 1913, do you realize that sickle cell was not even in existence in Africa? 
They talk about black people. That's a disease of black people. That's a lie. Sickle cell is a pathogen. Prior to 1913, the bloodline families, okay, through the secret societies, which are saturating Africa today through the Oppenheimer family out of South Africa, had used the pathogen, okay, of sickle cell, which, like I said from the beginning of tonight's show, certain COVID-19 strands affect certain ethnicities, some COVID-19 strands, we call it COVID-19, not because it came out last year, but we call it COVID-19, Brother Jeff and Brother Carl, because there's 19 pathogens and strands that was genetically created in a lab, okay? Through the Keyron Corporation, Novartis, Perbright, and now um, through Chinese intelligence, okay? Through the Ministry of State Security in China in the Wuhan Institute. So each pathogen affects you and I differently because we are all up, um, have different um, different bloodlines, right? We're all start we're all a part of the human family, but these pathogens affect, in fact, different people from different ethnic groups. But this RH negative, oh my God! Most of your great engineers in history who built um, the pyramids, right? They had RH negative blood type. Wow. I, I kid you not. I That's it. all fallen angel information. Okay, as we're talking about secret societies here. How did they okay. build the pyramids? How did they go? It must be the aliens. No, it was Nephilim. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, it was Nephilims. It was Nephilims. And so most of these black nobility families throughout Europe, brother Jeff and brother Carl, okay. Um, they're suffering from all types of blood diseases, even, even going back to the time of the czars in Russia, okay? They all suffer because they are all intermarried, these sick bloodline, sicker society family members who control oh, through the blood. Through blood. Their blood, the blood, they intermingled their blood into each other, uh, a sister with a brother, a brother with an aunt. This is the psyop. Yeah. Uh, but the Jeff of, of, of secret societies today, absolutely. I've heard it referred to as the blue blood disease. Ah, yes. That's what blue blood is, yeah. Fascinating. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're not saying that people who have RH negative and RH positive blood, blood type cannot be born again in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. I know a lot of African-Americans who have that blood type, you know. And they're asking me, do I have demons, Bishop? No, it just means that indirectly that blood is traced back to Genesis chapter six. And because, and, and I, you know, I used to ask Gary Wayne this question all the time when I'm about to reveal to you guys. So after the flood of Noah, how did the giants survive? Okay. Uh, and I believe he gave me a powerful um, insight into how these giants survived. Because one of the three sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, one of them carried the pathogen, the blood type of RH negative. One of those, somebody on that ark was carrying that pathogen of RH negative or RH positive, okay? And at the same time, you cannot drown a demon. Right. Go ahead, Brother Pearl. In their blood, they're carrying it. Yeah, in their blood. One of them had to be a carrier of that pathogen. 
that protein, okay, which came from the watchers, the Nephilims, okay? Gluten-free protein, yes. Ah, and that's why the devil wanted to contaminate the right. bloodline of the Lord Jesus Christ. And thank I've God heard, that he did not succeed. Yep. I've also heard uh, theories about the hollow earth and that some Nephilim took refuge inside the earth. Ah, yes. Which, you know, who knows? But uh, it, it could be. I mean, they've, they've definitely found giant cavities in the earth that have, don't explain anything. I mean, there's that that uh, the Russians drilled so far down in one area there's a very famous video where they took, put a, a, a hearing thing way down there, deeper than anyone's ever drilled before, and they found, they taped voices of people screaming. And it was like people in hell, which who knows if that's real or not. But, uh, but you know, I mean, it could, could very well be that that, but I think that's more plausible what you just said, yeah. Hey, and you know what? You hit another nerve with me, Brother Carl, but you got, you're blessed with so much knowledge, my friend, and I thank God and we're together on Jeff's show tonight. But even in the books of the prophet Enoch, okay, and by by the way, as a side note, there are 45 books that were extracted from the word of God, okay, through the emperor Constantine going back to 325 AD at the Nicene Council right. in Turkey. But three of those books represent um, a catalog history of the prophet and seer Enoch, where he talks about some of these fallen angels which fell out of heaven onto Mount Hermon, right. which is one of the same mountains that Jesus, through the uh, transfiguration in the Gospels, appeared to Peter, James, and John, along with Elijah and Moses. Another topic for another day. But Edith talks about that Antarctica is one of those locations on this earth that where a lot of these angels were assigned, Okay assigned to fall into concerning Antarctica. Now, getting back to the Nazis, and we're talking about, again, secret societies, right? Foundations and initiatives, and Carl, he knows, he's smart because he knows what I'm about to say. The <laughs> Nazi party, these were not fools, okay? Um, all of the generals, okay, were, were 33rd degree Masons. They practiced occultism. I'm talking about the Third Reich. Right. The hand signs that you see in a lot of Catholic paintings of the thumb, the two index fingers, and the last two fingers going down. That's a 666 Luciferian sign that um, traces back not just to the Black Pope, like Brother uh, Carl said, but also traces back to the Jesuit Secret Society, which the SS and Adolf Hitler in the Third Reich, they were uh, scholars of occultism. Absolutely. And, and there's been many uh, links and manuscripts online on documented information that Adolf Hitler got his information from the underworld. From okay? the Thule Society, the Thule Society, the Thule Society, Dietrich Eckhart was the one who put took took Hitler through his initiation and opened his eye by torturing wow. a series of peasants. And and uh, and he had his he forced open his uh, his third eye this way. Um, I have in my museum. I give tours, and I always end up on the spear of destiny, the sword of Longinus. And uh, I tell about the prophecies that regarding Jesus, regarding it. But I talk about the the Nazis were the first people to have the first spaceship. It was called the Nazi Bell, and it hung mm -hmm. over concentration camps during the war. You can see pictures of it online. And uh, 
they had a lot of technology that came from demonic sources. Are you still there? I heard a beep. Absolutely. Okay. So there was a, a you know, a, a, the Thule Society, they had, they had technology that came out of nowhere, like all their rockets, all their, they had literally got this technology from demonic sources. Uh, there's a book called The Reich of the Black Sun, which is all about technology derived from demons for the Nazis. Now, Operation Paperclip was how our, our NASA recruiting scientists after the war to form our NASA. So a lot of our rocket technology is Nazi technology. Um, but but uh, amazing things about the Spear of Destiny is that uh, I have a copy of it uh, in, in my museum. And I, I talk about... A, the prophecies of Jesus surrounding it, like over 300. I mean, it's impossible to fulfill even one child. Come on. You know, a child will be born in Bethlehem. Bing! One is impossible. I'm talking about 300 and so, you know, 309. The last prophecy that was fulfilled was uh, when Jesus was on the cross and he was dying. And there was the two thieves on either side. It was like the Jews were like, okay, it's a Sabbath. Let's just break their legs and get them out of here. They went and broke the legs of either thief on either side of the cross. And they went to break Jesus' legs, and Longinius, the, the centurion, pierced his side to see if he was dead. And he was dead. So he didn't have to break his legs. That fulfilled through prophecy 309, not a bone shall be broken <laughs> from 300 years before. Yeah. Fascinating about that is the blood that spewed out of him. It was arterial blood. It went down into the cross. There was an earthquake. At the at when he died, there was an earthquake, and the ground was rent open beneath his where the cross was set. The arterial blood ran through that crack, and later on, there was a very famous uh, archaeologist that discovered the Ark of the Covenant, and he had discovered Noah's Ark. He had discovered uh, 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 let's see, he discovered uh, what was it, the city that turned to stone. Uh, you know, come on. The city that was destroyed, uh, Babel. No, no, no. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. He discovered the remains of Sodom and Gomorrah. Anyway, these Israelis knew this guy knew his stuff. And he was in this area of Israel. And he was he was walking by something called Jeremiah's Grotto. It was like a garbage dump. And he's like, he was stopped. And he was shown, we have to dig right here. And they're like, okay, you know, we do it. So he, for a year, he dug through Jeremiah's grotto, little tiny tunnels he found. And there were little kids that were helping him. And they would occasionally just be scared and run like Indiana Jones. Ah, you know, because there was weirdness getting closer and closer. He finally broke through this one little tunnel and literally had to squeeze through this last little hole. And he found one of the, one of the rooms of Solomon's temple. With the furniture still there. And over in the corner was the Ark of the Covenant. And he said that he was, you can see this on YouTube. He said that when he was there by himself, uh, there were two men that appeared to him and said, you can't take this yet. And he, when he looked at them, he said, mm -hmm. and, uh, but he went over to the Ark and he looked up at the ceiling where the crack formed, right? That was right beneath the cross. And the blood of Jesus ran through the crack and landed on the mercy seat of the ark. <laughs> and the theologists, they took samples of the blood. And they took it to the Israeli government, to the scientists, and they said, analyze this. And they're like, where is it from? He goes, just analyze it. They did, and they go, where did you get this? And they go, he goes, why? Because there's no male chromosome 
Mm, you heard of a divine, divine uh, birth, yeah. So there's a female chromosome, no male. And one of the things they said was, it's still alive. Where is this blood from? And he just looked at him and goes, this is the blood of your Messiah, child. <laughs> he freaked out. That's a really amazing uh, uh, history that's literally on YouTube. You can follow that guy. I forget his name. My brother actually met him on the phone one time when he, before he died. But, but fascinating. And, you know, yeah. And, and you know, uh, with the SS, um, the former SS chief, Heinrich Himmler, right after um, the downfall of the Third Reich, right. um, the Western Allies found... 13,000 volumes, right? right? On books on divination and witchcraft in the occult. Over 13,000 um, books concerning and the history of occultism in um, within the secret societies, not just throughout Nazi Germany, but throughout history. And some 6,000 of which allegedly came from a library of books that was owned by the Norwegian Order of Freemasons. Right. They went all so then the taking yeah, everything they wanted, and they took they took as many books on as there was a there was called the Occult Anarchy. It was called the Anarchy. It was their occult organization stationed at the Rulesburg Castle, which is still today still has Nazi runes all over it. And uh, uh, yeah, they uh, Himmler was deeply involved. Deeply, deeply involved. I mean, during the Nazi occupation of Norway during World War II. They took thousands, I'm talking about the Third Reich, they took thousands of volumes of books on, on Freemasonry, the Masonic order, divination, you know, right? Bloodline magic, you know, psychic surgery, all of that. Yeah. So, like you said, Brother uh, Carl, everything that we have now, even the street cameras, that is a Nazi creation. That came, that, um, let me tell you something, the Third Reich, these were not fools. When it came to secret societies, foundations, and initiatives, these guys were uh, a part of probably one of the greatest uh, dark secret societies in history, getting back to that uh, Masonic's hand symbol, all right, of the thumb, the two index fingers, and the last two fingers going down. That represents 666 on a lot of Catholic paintings of all the popes and the saints they have this 6-6 sign uh, as a Masonic uh, sign. Now, you know this doctor, what I call Little Tony Midget Fauci, and a lot of my listeners, they don't like me calling him Midget. I don't care. Dr. Tony Little Midget Fauci. And so one of the pictures that I put up a couple of weeks ago, uploaded on Twitter, had his left hand inside of his jacket pocket, Okay. Uh, Tony Fauci is a high-level Mason of the Scottish Rite Order. He is high-level in that. He is so then he's a part of what we're talking about these these secret societies, right? Of foundations and initiatives, which continue to this very day. As so we're talking about secret societies here. So uh, again, you touched on something, um, Brother Carl. Again, concerning. Um, the Vatican sometime, maybe about 15, 20 minutes ago. Now, there is a part of the Vatican where the Pope meets a lot of the bishops and cardinals. And this part of the Vatican has sculptured um, statues of demons, fallen demons yeah. in the Vatican. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. yeah. So all of that, the, the, the uh, Vatican system 
And matter of fact, the Vatican is one of the most, three of the most powerful cities on earth, okay? Washington, D.C., the military industrial complex, London, England, that has the Temple Bar, okay, the financial um, global uh, system of this world, and the Vatican, the religious system. These three cities are being hit by COVID-19. Why? Because China wants to become the world's only superpower. That's and, and again, you talk about Chinese secret societies, the triads. Right. Okay, the, the the Chinese government there in Beijing through President Xi Jinping, who is a bloodline uh, relative going back to the Chu Dynasty. Okay, going back three thousand years ago through the Han Dynasty. Uh, who built the Great Wall of China, which took them 2,000 years, even to the Li Dynasty today. So you talk about the triads. That's one of the most powerful secret dragon societies, which I believe they took out the late Bruce Lee. You got the um, the Yakuza's, right? That's another uh, Asian, Asiatic secret society, a Japanese secret society who practices blood oaths. They believe that their blood, these the triads in the Yakuza's goes back to Genesis chapter 6, okay, to the Nephilim. Oh, this thing goes on and on and on. Go ahead, Brother Carl. Yeah, the roots go on and on now, baby. Yeah, and, 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 and these are symbols, okay? Now, here's another symbol, too, and I, I want to share this with you guys. And, well, I feel like I'm, I'm, feel like I'm St. Paul tonight. I might be here with you guys all night. <laughs> but anyway, when you look on that map, Brother Jeff and Brother Carl, uh, I love teaching. Um, the map of uh, not just the Sea of Galilee, the, but the map of where Jesus walked 2,000 years ago. Now, if, if you, and this is besides secret societies and foundations and initiatives, from the time when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the manger, okay, from that point to his ascension back into heaven right in acts one and nine if you would trace with a pen every single location that jesus went to when he was born to when he ascended that entire map is shaped like the human brain now why do i say that that's consciousness right that is so so then christ when he came oh boy i feel like preaching now christ when he came two thousand years ago he was so conscious of his assignment. He exposed the secret societies of the Sanhedrin, right? Who are of the synagogue of Satan. Sena means mind, gog means consciousness, right? And so then the early ministry of Jesus Christ, he was sent here to save mankind by first destroying the works of the devil. So then you have these 13 families whose bloodline goes back to the Nephilim and even back to Cain who want to dominate this earth. And they're using this scam of COVID-19, which actually means the certification of vaccination ID. So Bill Gates is a son of Balfamet, okay? Um, uh, George Soros, these are devils. These men are trying to push a present-day vaccination because they are of the bloodline of the Nephilims. Go ahead, Brother Carl. No, I agree 100%. That's the, it's been the goal the whole time. I mean, it's just yeah. 
every which way he can, and he just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing, and it's whatever God allows the next step to happen is happened, but it's not going to happen until God brings the rest of the people he needs in, you know. He just doesn't want anyone to to be uh, to go to hell. God doesn't want anyone to go to hell. So, but there's a yep. time now that he's allowing. I mean, since the COVID shut down, the gospel exploded across the whole world. I yes. mean, it's amazing. I mean, I, I followed, uh, I, I look at Jack Hibbs uh, on uh, Calvary Chapel, uh, Chino Hills. His service has gained 300% and it goes globally now. And he has uh, this incredible uh, messianic uh, uh, rabbi named Amir um, on occasionally. I follow Amir on Twitter. Up-to-date things going on right now that are totally biblical. But if he's reaching like Iran, you know, he's saying, what do you think the, the biggest thing in Iran that's being downloaded right now? Is it porn? No, it's gospel. Okay. My church, I go to the Angelus Temple. They have, they're, they just give away 450,000 meals in the last 40 days. Okay. The Dream Center. I'm the, we have to go to the Church of the Dream Center. It was just on the news. Kobe Bryant just donated $300,000 worth of Chick-fil-A meals. The Dodgers are stepping in. Everyone's stepping in. There's a line that goes through the Dream Center for 11 hours a day of cars just picking up meals and people crying and saying, thank you. Yeah. So cool. So cool. So, exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing is, the when you look at the swastika, yeah. that did not come out of Germany. That swastika, which which is a common, and when you talk about symbols, um, Brother Jeff and, and, and Brother Carl, the swastika uh, is originated uh, within the religions of Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism, okay? Yeah. Which which is a symbol, which means a combination of divinity and spirituality. How would uh, the Third Reich know that? How would Hitler and, and Goebbels, right, and in Himmler and in Hitler know this because these men were all 33rd degree Masons chosen by the Knights of the Round Table. These nine families out of these 13 families, they chose these men to create the psyop of, of the Second World War in order what to bring money. Okay, yeah. let me tell you how go ahead, brother. They inverted it, they inverted it. That's what they did. Okay, just like when you look at the late Kobe Bryant's symbol, I've been doing this. I just finished up a series, uh, a seven-volume series on Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project completed. And during this series, it's on um, my our, our YouTube page, Global Spiritual Revolution Radio. And I believe volume four or five, um, it, I expose, you know, by the leading of the Holy Spirit inside of me, that Kobe Bryant knew the art of inversion. He was a follower of Lester Crawley, okay, uh, of the Theosophical uh, Secret Society and the Thelema Secret Society, okay, so, of inversion. So he, through this Kobe uh, logo and insignia through Nike, it was an upside-down manger, the same type of manger Jesus was born in 2,000 years ago. Kobe took it and inverted it. By uh, by putting um, what I call the symbol of the organ of Baphomet, the Nike sign. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website 
at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. As the baby Jesus, as an abomination. Okay, it's all about inversion, but this swat sticker is a, a combination of Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. It's all secret society, occultism, you know, and, and, and I'm going to say something, and I'm not castigating any person that's listening to your show tonight, Brother Jeb, or will listen to your show, who have gone through AA or have family members that have gone through Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous, which was created in 1935 by Bill Wilson, his wife, and Dr. Bob, that 12-step program was born through a seance in the home of Bill Wilson. Absolutely. I, I kid you, they had a Ouija board. Brother Cardinals, they had a Ouija board where they were invoking the spirit of Pope Boniface VIII in 1302, the same pope who created the Unum Sanctum that all souls belong to the pope through the creation of the birth certificate. So, wait a minute now, I'm, I'm confused. So then Bill Wilson, who is looked at as a Christian, and I'm not condemning him, God rest his soul, he is looked at as a Christian, and AA is supposed to be a Christian organization where they never talk about or name Jesus Christ. They talk about a higher power. It's built on divination. That's right. So the 12-step program was given to them by hell through a seance via a Ouija board, which through remote viewing and automatic handwriting, Bill Wilson was writing down under the unction, not of God, but under the unction of Lucifer, to write the 12-step program. This and is demonic. It, and, and, and I don't mean to... Go ahead, Brother Carl. Well, I just want to say, uh, yeah. you know, uh, people I've talked to, oh, well, I got off booze. Well, you, let me tell you something a little bit about them. Okay, first of all, when you go to a <laughs> meeting, okay, well, I mean, like I was 19, I was getting wild on drugs. I went to an NA meeting one time. I smoked a big joint before I walked in, like it's a total <laughs> mistake. But I walk in and... The thing is, it's designed around people sitting around and telling you the most horrific stories you could ever imagine. And you're like, it's like the pig returning to their vomit. It's like you go back and you you hear all this stuff and it's like, that's going to give you some solace. You know, that's going to give you something to like, what? I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. And there's a, a community there where if you leave, if you go away from there, they'll go after you. What are you doing, brother? You have to come back. You have to come back. You are eternally bound into this club where you have to hear horror stories the rest of your life. Okay, that's not freedom. That's 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 imprisonment. You know, and that's and and wow, yeah. man, people need to know where that, well, that came. Well, well, it it is interesting that you that, that you mentioned that, Carl, too, about about like you know essentially eternal prison imprisonment with that because one of the things that I always hear them saying coming coming out of like AA and things like that. Is that you're you're never not an alcoholic now, and right, right. And, and and that makes perfect sense with what you're saying. Is it, it's to a certain degree, it's a way to keep you in that Absolutely. club or that group, which is exactly what the enemy wants to do is label you. I've shirked labels all my life. You know, people say, "Well, you this, you that." I mean, that's what the enemy does. Well, look at this. This is what you did. That's what you are. No, 
The only person that tells me what I am is God the Father. Yeah. That's who gives me my identity. No one else. People just say whatever they want. That's fine. It just falls off me like that's nonsense. I know God's given me who I am, and that's who I embrace, and that's what it is. And that's what you always should know is God tells you who you are, not other people. But that's the, that's a trick of the, of the enemy is to always you know, accuse you. He's the accuser. That's what he does. So, yeah, it ain't about the past, baby. It's about the future. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's, it, it's through the sign-up of AA and all of these other organizations that are under the counterfeit anointing of the devil, okay? Because whatever God has in truth, the devil has a counterfeit. And, and again, uh, getting back to the symbols that we see in America today uh, concerning the ankh, the arrow. You know, when people go into a bar okay, to a club and they play arrows, or even in your home, right? Darts up against the wall. That, that is rooted in divination. I, I, people think I'm kidding. And people think, wait a minute, Bishop, wait a minute now. Everything is demonic. Everything is rooted in a um, some sort of a mancy. So the term mancy means um, divination, okay? All of it, even when we talk about um, the term scrying, right? I know we're talking about secret society symbols, uh, initiatives, right? right? But the um, the term scrying, right? Capital S-C-R-Y-I-N-G. Getting back to the uh, Scythians, as St. Paul said um, in the New Testament, they were practitioners, okay, uh, of what we call scrying. Now, what is scrying? Um, the, the the term scrying means seeing or peeping, okay? Uh, this is where we get the term peeping Tom, and that's another topic for another day. I know we're talking about symbols. So the term here, scrying, gets to crystal balls. Remember the little ball that you used to get with the snow inside of the lower glass? That's scrying. That's divination, okay? So we talk about clairvoyance, okay? Divination, extrasensory perception. Let me tell you something. Extrasensory perception is not of the Holy Spirit. There is a great distinction between discernment and extrasensory perception. Now, discernment is of Jesus Christ. It's of the Holy Spirit. Discernment is through the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost. I always correct people, Brother Carr and Brother Jeff. When I hear the saints in the church saying, I can read your mind, I say, stop. Number one, that term reading is not discernment. Witches read, warlocks read, is connected to scrying in what we call extrasensory perception. Now, what is ESP, okay? Now, the first seven churches of Asia Minor, I know, don't mean to get off course when talking about secret societies, but in the book of Revelation, the first three churches uh, of Asia Minor uh, each had these letters of ESP. Now, people may say, wait a minute now, uh, Bishop, what does ESP uh, have anything to do um, with the first churches of Asia Minor. Everything in the Word of God is a code, okay? Everything in the Word of God is a code. Because when we're talking about symbols, okay, we can only defeat demons with a present-day anointing. Let, allow me to say this again. We can only defeat present-day demons with a pres- present-day anointing. 
The problem with the church, okay, is that we're trying to defeat a 21st century demon with 10th century anointing. Yeah. What I mean by that, yeah. the, the, the anointing that our forefathers had, that anointing must be increased in this generation because we're dealing with a generation of demons that our forefathers never had. But getting back to ESP in connection to the seven churches of Asia Minor, what, what was the three first churches? Ephesus, E, Smyrna, S, Pergamum, P. So Ephesus, Smyrna, and Pergamum, those churches were infected with people who had extrasensory perception. That is a counterfeit form of discernment. It means that the devil wants you to add something that God has already given you through discernment. So that's, now we talk about discernment, that's not reading people, witches do that. We discern through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's from the sense of God, his spirit. But extrasensory perception is when we allow uh, something other than God to add something to us which does not need to be added. This is where we get the term, gentlemen, addiction. Right. Diction means word, dictionary. Add, in other words, People are allowing Satan to add something to their lives that which those things don't need to be added. So this is secret societies, symbols, symbologies, foundations, and initiatives. Uh, have you heard of the writer J.K. Rowling, the British writer, right? Yep. The British writer J.K. Yes. Yeah, so then she is. She is also a 33rd degree Mason, a, a Yorkshire Wright uh, Mason, okay, who is the author of the Harry Potter series. Yeah, I heard well, she is a follower of, of, right, she's a follower of Balfamet. If you type in on Google Images, J.K. Rowling's tattoo, she has on, I believe, um, I believe it was either her right arm or left arm. It might be her right arm that she has this tattoo inscribed in these words, solve ET coagula or coagulation, which are the two words that are upon the arms of Baphomet. That is the God of the Knights Templar and the God of the Jesuit secret society, including the Vatican system. Half man, half woman, half goat, right, right? Uh, with the conduces in um, in front of his body, going down to his genitals, yep. okay? All of that is inversion, is demonic. So solve e coagula, which means to dissolve a certain population in order to refill that space with a new bloodline. This is what they're doing through COVID-19, dissolving through depopulation a certain populace whom they deem to be expendable. Right. So J.K. Rowling, you're talking about symbols. She has that tattooed on her, either right arm or left arm, the term solve e coagula, which is also on both of the arms of the photo Balfamet. Do you guys remember the late Bishop uh, Eddie Long, who died a couple of years ago in Atlanta, Georgia? Uh, so Eddie Long, again, I'm not, God rest his soul. You guys got me excited. Now, Eddie Long 
uh, got caught up in some mess. I won't even get into that because I want to stick to the topic at hand of Secret Society's foundations and initiatives here tonight. But there's a photo of Eddie Long being carried on a chair uh, above the shoulder of four men in his church as if he's God. Now, going back to the time of the Knight Templars, the Knights Templars had a ceremony every January the 26th, going back to 1119 AD, even up to this very present day. Every January 26th of every year, they would um, lift this um, symbol of Balfament up, half a goat, half a man, half a woman, look on the pictures of Google Images, where four Templar knights, knights Templar, would carry this Balfament demon, okay? Now, Eddie Long was carried in the same way. Four men picked him up above his shoulder because there was a, um, a so-called Messianic rabbi, uh, Rabbi Messner out of Denver, Colorado, had put a crown on uh, Eddie Long as if he's Jesus Christ. That's an abomination. So in other words, all of this, these black symbols, gentlemen, secret societies, Balfament is all rooted in divination. Boy, I didn't mean to take up time, but... Again, this is some powerful information this evening. The Templars also had a ritual where they they, they worshipped the head of John the Baptist. Did you know about that? Yeah. yeah. Yes. They had the head of John the Baptist yeah. that would speak to them in their rituals. And uh, But one of the things I thought was very interesting to, uh, to make sure people understand ESP, okay, which is really a fake Holy Spirit. But, you know, witches and people who practice the arts, they think they are acquiring this power through discipline, through occultic discipline. What really is happening is they are acquiring a familiar, a familiar, a demon that comes in and gives them this power. But they think that it's on their own. They don't think that everything they do is through demonic sources. So people who come in and say they have ESP, if they really do, they have a familiar. You know, I get a lot of people all the time, oh, I want to reach your fortune. And no, you don't. Oh, no. I know my fortune, child. <laughs> I said, you know, uh, you know, you, you, I, that's, it opens the question, you know, like, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, do you know what a familiar is? Do you have one? And a lot, most, most of the time they go, well, yeah. Yeah, it's like, hello. You know, this is, it's, it's, it's the sad, uh, the enemy trying to, he can never create anything. He can only mock things or create the illusion of. He can never create anything, and he hates that. You know, he's not the creator, he never was. But he can mock things. And everything he does is a mockery of what God created. So, but I think it's very important to people who have ESP or anything like that, reading people and all that stuff, they understand they're talking about something extremely demonic. And once you open the portal for that, you have a problem. You know, there's no way you can get away from that only through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, period, okay? There's you won't you won't have it will follow you so i had a friend of mine who was a brilliant prayer warrior brother of mine who uh before he became a christian he was back east and he was uh partying up a storm but down by the rivers where the civil war happened and they were just all having a good time uh -huh. and they looked down by the river and there was civil war soldiers and their girlfriends like marching by the river and they could see through them and like, whoa, what is this a ghost? What is, what is and my friend waved at them. 
and one of them waved back and they got really freaked out and they left. Well, that guy was followed by an entity for a, a year or so and he could do automatic writing all of a sudden. I mean, he had, he opened a portal to waving at them. And he all, I mean, he went through a, a, a big nightmare trying to get an answer. He sought out, he sought out a psychic that told him, you know what, you're going to move to California and you're going to move and you're going to meet someone who has a clown on their door. You stay away from this person. This person is a cult. And I've run a institution, California institution of abnormal arts that has a clown on my door. <laughs> and we had amazing, mind blowing, uh, prayer meetings here for, for, for years. Uh, like, you know, we were an entertainment place. I have a museum we do, uh, but I get to talk to people who would never step foot in a church and just, and God just brings me some really dark people and I'm able to talk to them and give them a word. Or, you know, I mean, it's nothing from me. It's just whatever God allows me to tell them. And, uh, but I mean, this is, this is my ministry basically. But, uh, you know, I think it's just really important that you understand what, what what the deal is. It's the black and white of everything. It's not it's not all in grays. It's very clear. But anyway, he got saved. He got saved. And he knew, he told me later, you know, I still I would pray all the time. He told me, you know, if I had never, uh, if I had, if I had never, uh, if I had taken this psychic's advice and left, you know, we'd never have had all this incredible uh, movement of the spirit that we had just in those years, you know, uh, fascinating stuff though. But yeah, he's going to write a book, a, a screenplay about his, his life. But anyway, back to the, to the subject. Yeah. Well, well, you know, one, th one thing that I kind of want to bring this back to was, you know, how does all this play into what we're going through today? Because we're dealing with with this coronavirus, and you know it was really interesting. You know, I had on uh, Michael Schur again. You know, I was saying before. You know, he's a former CIA agent. He was the head of the tracking unit for you know going after Osama bin Laden. Um, I had another guy uh, named Colonel Mike. You know, again, they're they're both very in touch with everything going on with the government and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that we kept talking about was. It just seems like all of this with coronavirus is so well organized across the board. Everything from the governors to everybody's holding out for Bill Gates' vaccine. You know, Israel's coming out with a vaccine, but the Democrats don't want that. They're pushing for uh, the vaccine from Bill Gates. It's like 18 months out or whatever it is. And it just seems like everything is so well organized to take away all of our rights, force everybody to get a vaccine and all that kind of stuff. How do secret societies, from your guys' perspective, play into this is this all one big giant conspiracy of course it is i mean yeah the thing is, is that they yeah. can only push it yeah and the thing God allows them to you know and like trump's up there saying not he puts up fauci and the other people to talk about the virus he's talking about hydrochloric you know the drugs that actually cure people actually yesterday fauci you know say midgets baby i know all the little people like, come on now <laughs> you know i love my little people but uh um but Fauci actually said yesterday, he actually said with his own mouth that there is a drug now that's showing in 97% curing people from it. That's mind-blowing. This was designed to just to steer us into the New World Order anyway, even though Hillary didn't get elected, even though a populist was elected. They still wanted to have their goal of getting this to the New World Order. We would have already been there if Hillary was president. There would be no borders and it would be a nightmare. But the deal is, is that, uh, once again, whether you like it or not, he's done things that no president had ever done. He is not one of the club. He's not in the club. People say, oh, he probably is. Well, no, no, no. You look at his actions you, by his fruit, you know. I realize some of it's, like, really obnoxious fruit, but it's, like, it's, I believe that this is our last respite from the New World Order. 
And I believe this is a time when everyone, the last call is going out for everybody to just get on the train, baby, because it's coming down. And maybe, maybe not. Maybe it'll go for another 500 years before it ever uh, happens. But there's too many things. You know, he says you will know the time and the place. You will know the time. You won't, even the, even Jesus doesn't know what time he's coming back. Only the Father knows. But, you know, it's like, you will know the signs. You will know the signs. And we're looking and we're never, ever in the history of this world have we ever seen everything lined up so incredibly. I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot of dirt coming out about uh, uh, the vaccine now with the DNA markers and everything. And uh, everyone knows what the story is. And uh, uh, I, I believe that, once again, whatever happens, we are not going to be... Uh, we're, we're not going to be shaken. We're not going to have a spirit of fear because we're already victorious no matter what. And that's really the, the, the beautiful, the beauty of being a Christian is that um, we're not shaken by fear, you know, because we have a God that's sovereign and controls every single thing that happens. And there's nothing that is, but he's not bigger than. So, and this is all, you know, I mean, I, I, I grew up in horror movies. I grew up making them and writing them and, and reading them and blah, blah, blah. You know, like I don't have time for it anymore. I mean, I, I still am very much a, a write movies, but but uh, to me it was like ultimately uh, it's all gonna pass. All this Halloween, all this evil, all this crap, it's gonna be gone. It's gonna be you know, won't even remember it. I mean, it, when when we when we when we get to the other side, child, when we this is just a preface. This is just a breath before eternity. Okay, this is a breath when you can actually have a say where you're going to end up, you know, because when it's when when, you know, like I meet a lot of people, you know, I mean, I mean, I even met David Bowie one time on a set. You know, my, I was in a movie and my my co-lead was uh, cast in one of his uh, videos and he, we were shooting another movie downtown L.A. midnight lunch. It's time for lunch at midnight. We went around, he goes, I want to introduce you to somebody. We ran around the corner to this little bar. And they were setting up for shooting the next day. And there was Adrian Blue from King Crimson. Oh, hey, how you doing? And there was, oh, that's David. And there's David Bowie standing on the stage. Well, I grew up listening to him. Like, I didn't fawn or anything. I just said, thank you so much for your for your, for your your work. You know, I, I love it. I appreciate it. He was so nice to me. But it hurt me so bad, the depth of uh, what I found out later, especially how he died. It was really sad, very dark, you know, the uh, dark star. It's, there's such a cultic meaning to it that's it's so lost and sad. And I always wanted to just, you know, be used to say something because really people don't understand no matter if you've sold your soul to the devil, if you've gone through this ritual, there's still hope because you're still alive, you know. While you're still alive, you still have that breath. You still have the ability to let that go through divine, through the work of the Holy Spirit, through divine revelation, you still have a chance. But once you die, baby, that's it. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, see, the, go ahead. Yeah, the, um, darkness has an order. See, 2,000 years ago, um, Brother Jeff and Brother Carl, Jesus Christ came to bring the order of light, which is himself, that would bring disorder to the order of darkness. Did you hear me? Christ came to bring the order of the light, which is himself, which would bring disorder to the order of darkness. So in order to defeat 
the order of darkness, the church must be in right alignment through the order of the apostolic faith, through the order of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the reason why the church is so discombobulated today, because you got too many people trying to be apostles, trying to be bishops, trying to be pastors and prophets. They got the right anointing, but they're occupying the wrong office. And the reason why we are not dealing with demons through casting them out as we should, because we are out of alignment, okay? We got the right gifts, but we're in the wrong office. And so if the church is out of order, Christ is not out of, is not out of order, we are. So if we are out of order in him, then we cannot bring disorder to the order of darkness. And getting back to what your, uh, your statement, Brother Jeff, they've been organizing this for years, including 9-11. Okay. Now you talk about symbols. Okay. Um, how many of you heard of, of the term Tostitos, which is a chip? Okay. Now somebody said, well, what does Tostitos in the symbol of that potato chip have anything to do with secret societies? When you look at the old Nazi um, swastika, with a wreath, a, a, a flower wreath around the swastika, and an eagle looking to the right side is holding the wreath with both feet with the swastika in the middle. Now, when you compare especially the feet of the eagle holding the top of the wreath, that is the same type of symbol that's in the middle of the Tostito um, potato chip symbol with two people upholding like a, a chip within the minute that looks like maybe an altar. Now, only the Holy Spirit can reveal this. Now, it's going to be people all bishop is stretching. He's no, 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 no. Stop. So people and we're talking about symbols here. OK, so through Operation Paperclip. Not only did we receive Nazi scientists, but we also received Nazi uh, corporation leaders and business leaders who have thoroughly infiltrated the American economy throughout their generations to this day. Okay, well, let me say this real quick. Okay, let me say this real quick. So then when we talk about secret societies, when we talk about uh, symbols, and there is another potato chip. Uh, called Doritos, okay? Now that term um, Dorito comes from the Mexican word Torito, capital T-O-R-I-T-O, which in Mexican divination represents a bull protecting a house. So the foods we eat are rooted in demonic symbolism. The clothes we wear are rooted in demonic symbolism. The cars we drive, okay? Um, the Tesla cars, the Elon Musk builds, right? All of that, even the Tesla uh, symbol with the needle, all of that is divinational, okay? It only, to, it, without the Holy Spirit, you and I would not be able to decipher that which is of God and that which is of the devil, okay? Again, so then 
Last but never least, before you get back to Brother uh, Carl, um, a few weeks ago, I had the Holy Spirit had revealed to me um, the symbol of the NBA team, the Chicago Bulls, with the bull. Now, if you take that symbol of the Chicago Bulls and turn it upside down, it is a pedophilia symbol. I won't go into it. See, the Holy Spirit, and to answer your question, Brother Jeff, only the Holy Spirit, the church must seek the mind of God in order to decipher darkness. Now, people say we're concerned that the Chicago Bulls symbol, oh, that's a robot reading the book. No, that's pedophilia. Just like the logo of Amazon Corporation. All, that, that is the male organ. They're telling you who they are, okay? Whether it's Tostitos, Doritos, representing the Mexican bull, protecting the house from spirits, and uh, including uh, many of the symbols that we see in American corporations that's rooted and connected to the underground pedophilia network with the Chicago Bulls logo. Now, people say, I don't see it. Of course you don't see it, because you have to allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes in order to decipher darkness. Brother Jeff, that's how we're going to deal with this thing. We're not going to deal with it screaming and hollering like they do in the church. We have to teach our people how to rightly discern Okay, not read, discern, and ask the Holy Spirit, the mind of God, to reveal to you um, the inverted demonic symbols within the American sports system, within corporations, and within the banking system. They're telling you who they are, what they are, and what they're doing. Okay, it's only the Holy Spirit. Again, um, I'm getting some emails and in and the reason why I'm getting emails, even though we're not, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we're alive or not, but I'm getting emails because I have a prayer team who constantly prays for me when I go on a radio show or the podcast, all right, um, concerning this uh, Tostito uh, symbol in the middle of the, of the term Tostito, comparing it to the Nazi eagle uh, uh, reef logo with the swastika. It's all connected. And maybe the companies, they don't even know this, but it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal these symbols, like you're asking us and uh, telling us to reveal, Brother Jeff, what they represent today, okay? And they're representing, they're telling you through symbol who they are and what they're about to do. Okay, go ahead, Brother Carl. Well, I think that in the scripture it talks about that they're, they have to tell you what they're going to do. I mean, they're they're forced to do that, and it's constantly done. They whether people understand it or not, there are times when they come out and just tell you what they're going to do anyway. And I don't know where what what verse or that is, but I've heard that before. But yeah, fascinating well, well, stuff. Well, let me let me ask you guys th this question too, because you know we're talking a lot about symbolism, and you know they're putting this out there. And you know we're, we're you know we've got the Holy Spirit that can help us to discern you know what's what's actually going on and that sort of thing. But like practically speaking, why are they putting these symbols out there? Because because that's one of those things. They're like, why would they just be out there telling us? It was isn't that too easy? Do they don't are, don't they fear getting caught? Oh. Like, what's their motivation for that? Yeah. 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 
They're, they're not. They, they, listen, the deeps, Lucifer and Deep Say are not going to come out and tell you verbally. No. It's symbols. They're communicating. It's the language in the dialect of hell. They are communicating with each other. With all of these 3,000 secret societies throughout the earth, these secret foundations, whether it's the Rockefeller Foundation, the Clinton Global Initiative, the Tavistock Group, it's all language speaking to each other because they think you and I are stupid. And, and, it, and again, we have to seek the Holy Spirit and ask him why are they not telling us what they're going Of course, they're not going to tell you what to do. Just like the serpent in Genesis chapter 3, according to the King James Version, okay, um, the serpent spoke 46 words to the woman. But you and I have 46 chromosomes. How would the serpent know that the human anatomy has 46 chromosomes? On John chapter 2, Jesus said, I can tear down this temple and raise it up in three days. What, the, what did the Khazarian Moffat tell him? Well, our, it took our fathers 46 years to build this temple anatomy. You got you and I got 46 chromosomes. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal this and ask God, why can't they just come out and tell us? They're not going to come out and tell you, Brother Jeff, because the devil is not stupid. The devil speaks through codes, languages, dialects, okay? This is the reason why the church must be retrained when it comes to the government and the organization of darkness, okay? These are the questions that you're asking, Brother Jeff, that need to be answered. Why don't, why, you know, it would be common sense that the global uh, deep state, Lucifer and deep state would just come out and they're not, not going to do that, Brother Jeff because they're not going to reveal their hand. So it's up to us as the body of Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ uh, is the almighty God himself, and it's up to us to seek his mind as to the reasons why we have these symbols. And once we have been revealed, once those symbols have been revealed, it's your responsibility and mine to expose it to the church. This is the reason why it is so Critical. Do you know 90 to 95 percent of the names of every medication on earth is named after some demon in Greek and Persian mythology? That's ridiculous. 90 to 95 percent of the medications, okay, that your family or my family may or may not take is named after some entity in Greek and Persian mythology. Why? Because it's all symbolism, okay? When we talk about the American Psychological okay, and Psychiatrical Association in Washington, D.C., they put up what the DSM, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual of more than 300 mental diseases and disorders. All of these diseases and disorders are named from demons through Greek and Persian mythology. See, this is the reason why, Brother Jeff and, and Brother Carl, we have to be, the, the leadership has to be retaught. It's not enough just to teach Jesus loves me, this I know. That's beautiful, right. okay? It's not enough just to say David slew Goliath. Okay, what does Goliath represent? What was his bloodline? Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, 
visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. We have to take the people to the next level. But in order for the pulpit to be delivered, the ones on the pulpit must be pulled from the pit of their corruption. That, that's the reason why we're allowing, not you and I and Brother Carl, but this is the reason why the church today is being constantly deceived. Why? Because the pulpit okay, is in corruption. And so when you talk about secret societies, you talk about foundations and initiatives. Because when you have this type of work, gentlemen, you're not going to have a lot of friends. This is the reason why, Brother Jeff, they're not going to come out and tell you. Okay, the enemy is not going to come out and tell you what he's going to do. Okay, so we have to develop a spiritual and an anointed intelligence in a counterintelligence program in the church. What do I mean, um, counterintelligence? We have to seek the mind of God in order to understand the symbols of darkness, divination, witchcraft, warlockism. What is the difference between a witch and the warlock? A witch is a female warlock. A warlock is a male witch. Brother Carl, you talked about some man being raped by a spirit. That's succubi, that's incubi. Absolutely. 80% of the church has never heard of those terms, incubi and succubi. Incubi is a male demon that rapes, and succubi is a female demon. Right. So all we're taught is Jesus loves me, this, I know. That's not enough. This not is the reason dead. why. And I'm not I'm not hauling at you guys. I, I'm under the anointing right now. This is the reason why, okay, that the church is in such a, a spirit of dis, dis, uh, disorder and discombobulation because we're out of order ourselves, okay? So, and, and Brother Jeff, I thank God for your program, uh, sir, and for this topic, okay? Didn't mean to get, to get too excited. So the enemy is not going to tell you, neither should we as the church tell the enemy what we're going to do. Right. See, we got it. Listen, to defeat a demon, you have to know its psychology. You have to know the psychology of your enemy. This is counterintelligence, gentlemen. We have a school here called the Christ Intelligence Agency or the CIA School of Ministry. Cool. where we teach people in the ministry of deliverance, the cool. names of demons, in demonology. Um, there's a, 207 sets of demonology representing 207 countries of over 8,000 cultures on this earth. We have to, the entire leadership of the body of Christ has to be retrained. Because 
because we're trying to defeat a present-day demon right. with 10th-century anointing, okay? You got a musket, okay? Yeah. Well, you're supposed to have a laser, but you, it's taking you three and a half hours to kill a midget demon. Come on, somebody. No, I think it's really important to talk about the logical conclusion of what you just said, which is arming the body with the tools they need for, for warfare, spiritual warfare. That's what that's what's missing in a lot of churches. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about the, the what you have as a Christian that are the most powerful weapons on earth. One of them being prayer. I mean, prayer, oh, well, we don't want to pray. Pray, blah, 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 pray. Pray is one of the most powerful tools you have. Pray, pray in the name of Jesus Christ, in the power of his blood. These aren't some Catholic nonsense. This is actual things that demons tremble for. And it's very important that the body of the church or people who seek escape understand that these are the weapons of the church, of the bride of Christ of the bride of Christ that's already victorious. We're already victorious. We are children of the risen king, okay? This is something that's absolutely diametrically opposed to the present state of our world right now. Uh, and it's, it's oil and water, but still, we will be persecuted. We will be persecuted. But you have to understand, uh, you are uh, chosen, you are, uh, you are, uh, you know, when God looks at me, when he got, he doesn't see all the crap I've done all my life. He sees Jesus. He sees the covering of the blood and he sings and dances over me. <laughs> Just but like we have to be, brother Carl, not to cut you off, but the thing is that's good, but it's not enough. What we have to do, we got the weapons, but what type of weapon are you using against what type of demon? Do you understand? See, it's not enough. I agree, I agree with you guys 100%, okay? So it, it, a case in point, going back to the book of Daniel chapter 10, there was a reason why that the prophet Daniel, and forgive me for cutting you off, brother, uh, Carl, there was a reason why the prophet Daniel had to wait three weeks for his prayer to be answered, okay? Because he was praying to the for the wrong type of angel to defeat the wrong type of demon. But so what I'm, I'm saying may be, may sound abstract to a lot of people because they're not on that level. Right. So then if you need a message, God is not gonna send you Michael the Archangel because Michael the Archangel is an assassin. He's a warring angel. He'll send you Gabriel. Right. So then who, 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 came, who came to Daniel? It was, um, Gabriel. And Gabriel said, this is the reason why you had to wait three weeks for God to answer your prayer. Right. Not because... Because it took that long for him to hear it, but because there's wars going on, yeah. Through angelology, okay? Yeah. Uh, so it's not... I agree with you, Brother Carl, but even when we teach people spiritual warfare, right. what type of weapon are you using right okay David, and it gets back to it, 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 okay, well let me finish it gets back to knowing who you are and knowing what assignment and mental uh, did we did we lose him i think so i think yeah i think i think i think we lost him we'll see we'll see if he comes back on um uh, uh, do you there he is. Now, there uh, he is, yes. Yep. Okay. Well, let, let, me, let me finish this real quick. And um, 
uh, I got to be going in about 10 minutes here. But the Perfect. thing is, uh, gentlemen, is that I hear preachers say, I want to be like TDJ. So I want to be that Creflo $10 bill. I want to be, okay. But the thing is, what happens, not, what I'm about to say, I'm not castigating these men of God. But when you want to mimic or clone, because God doesn't give you a ministry to be cloned. No, 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 no. So then when you take on somebody else's mantle, you also take on the demons that they're seen by people to search for the lack of knowledge. So you have to know who you are. Uh, you guys hear me now? Yep. Yep. Okay. You have to know who you are. But God and you have in one office. So because there are demons I'm fighting against that you guys may not find against. And there's demons that Jeff and Carl is fighting against. I'm not anointed to deal with. Ask David. David was only anointed to deal with Goliath. Right. But how- Goliath had what eight, nine of uncles and uncles. See, every yeah, you have to know your lane and you have to know what God has called you to do. Prayer is beautiful, but it's time for the leadership to teach. How do I cast out a demon? How do, it's not enough just to scream and holler. We're talking about witchcraft, and we're talking about symbols um, in secret societies. Through symbol. The way I, the Lord has me teach, because I'm a contract killer representing the kingdom of Jesus Christ, you have to first identify the demon. What type of demon is it? Then two, you have to rebuke the demon, which means to correct the demon. Three, then you have to not just bind the demon and choke. Now, people say, I bind this demon in Jesus' sake. Well, what type of binding are you um, Are you communicating? The binding of the Old Testament interpretation, which means to heal, or the binding of the new, which means to choke. So if the preacher or the pastor doesn't know the difference between the Hebrew interpretation and the, because the Holy Ghost told me 20 years ago, why are you healing a demon? The Lord, what are you saying? He says, you, you keep talking about binding, okay? Oh, and so, right. Lord, that's what you said, you know, what we bind on it shall be bound in heaven. He said, that's in the Greek interpretation, okay? God says, you, you have not been called to heal a demon, you've been called to choke in other words, this may seem uh, out of whack to a lot of people, but they're not on this level. So you identify it, you, know, you rebuke it, you choke it, you cast it out, and this is how we deal with demons. But it's not enough just to cast out the demon, gentlemen. Where are you going to send it? Right. I was in Nigeria last summer, okay, at a spiritual warfare conference in Lagos. I told them, stop saying that um, send it back to the sender. In other words, whatever devil sends you, send it back to him. Well, you've got to destroy what the devil has sent you because if you send it back intact, the devil's going to resend it back to you. Now, a lot of people, this may sound crazy, but they're not on that level. So when you cast out a spirit, we're talking about secret societies now. When you cast out a spirit, you have to consign it to hell. Okay? These are the steps. Through prayer, like you said, Brother Carl, okay, God is on our side, but God has given us common sense how to deal with demons at a higher level and to understand why, Brother Jeff, why they're not telling us verbally, why are they just telling us through symbols, because these devils are not just psychopaths, they're sociopaths, they deal with symbols. That's occultism. 
So what we have to do as the body of Jesus Christ, we have to defeat them with the knowledge that they have. In other words, we have to know what they're thinking. We have to know their intelligence. And through the power of Christ, through counterintelligence, destroy them. See, and, and people, <laughs> you know, they're, they're lazy. They're broke, busted, and disgusted. They don't want to do that, okay? I just want to praise Jesus. That's fine. Yeah. But there's a, listen, as President Trump, we are in a war. Yeah. And we, we have to know what type of tool, what type of weapon are you using on what type of enemy? Because yeah. in the church, and I'm down here, in the fivefold ministry, whether you're apostle, prophet, pastor, you know, evangelist, teacher, there is a certain level of anointing. Brother Jeff knows this. There's a certain level of anointing in each office, but there's also a certain level of the demonic that hell has assigned to destroy that office. So you got people in the apostolic as apostles who are losing their minds. And you know why, Brother Jeff and Brother Carl? Because they had not been called into that office. They have not been anointed mentally or psychologically or emotionally how to deal with that demon that's been assigned to destroy that office. That's what I'm talking about here tonight. Okay. I don't mean to get too excited against you guys. This is, I'm under the anointing. Go ahead, brother. How do we find out what... I mean, we have to discern this through the Holy Spirit, what kind of demon we're dealing with, what kind of, what is, it's all just through revelation of the Holy Spirit. So if we're in step with the, with the movement of the Holy Spirit, he will let us know and show us know exactly what to do. Absolutely. Right. We have, and that's why it's important for everyone to have a pastor. Because you got these long rangers, these wandering stars, as St. Jude said in the New Testament, out here running around preaching, but they're not under any spiritual authority of a pastor, a bishop, or an apostle. You may be gifted, but the reason why people are getting shot on the front line, there's no spiritual covering. So when God gives you a covering in the form of a pastor, a bishop, or an apostle, that man of God and or woman of God can lead you. And into a knowledge of who you are in Christ and can give you the tools to find out what type of giftings you have so you can know what type of demon that you're finding. It takes the Holy Spirit, like you said, Brother Curl, because it, it's not enough just to jump up and down and say, oh, yeah. and say she can run a car and run it in 10 Hondas. You have to know who you are. And listen, that's why I don't have a lot of friends. You know why? Because sometimes the truth Brother Carl knows what I'm talking about. The truth is a lonely walk. They don't like me, Brother Jeff. You know why? And I don't care. When I go on people's broadcasts, I tell them, I'm not your friend, man. I'm here on the divine assignment. Now, thank God I got some friends here tonight uh, with Brother Jeff and Brother C. But I'm not in this to make a friend. I'm in this to decapitate darkness. I love Joe Osteen, good brother. Uh, but he never preaches against sin. He never preaches against homosexuality. Okay. Uh, Larry King asked him years ago, well, how about how about homosexuality? What do you think about lesbianism? You know what he said? Well, I don't judge and I'll stop. That's that's garbage, man. That's garbage. That's why, Brother Jeff, we can't discern demons. And we don't know the reason why that they won't tell us what their plans is because we're out of alignment 
right. with Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Man, this has been good tonight. You no, know, it's, it's, been, it's been really good. And I feel kind of like my, my takeaway in all of this, and it's kind of been my takeaway from everything going on with coronavirus in general, is that it's so important that we're preparing when times are good so that way when times are bad, we're already prepared as opposed to trying to catch up. You know, you know, like right now, I, th- I think more people are actually reading their Bibles and praying, but they should have been doing that for the last five years leading up to this and they would have been prepared. And I feel like it's the same way when you're when you're dealing with like spiritual warfare and and dealing with all this kind of stuff is it's like you can't wait till you're in a tough position. you got to be preparing yeah. for years ahead of time. And I think to me, that's kind of my takeaway in all of this craziness is just we got we got to be studying being in God's word in prayer uh you know prepping in the good times so that way it's not going to be completely mind mind uh shattering when something bad like all this stuff happens and i think that that's kind of been my takeaway even from this conversation i think today now do you guys have any uh last takeaways before before we take off I just want to say, what? Amen, brother. I'm I'm so happy to to be with you, and with you, and uh, and uh, I love to talk to you uh, uh privately too sometime. But you know, praise God for what you're yeah. doing. Uh, yeah, I love it. I would love to talk to you, brother Carl. And uh, well, I gotta get your number, man. Maybe Jeff can send me your number with your permission, brother Carl. We yes, I gotta get you on my radio show. I like you, man. I, I like your <laughs> spirit, and and the thing is, one of the my my last words and and. And, and thank you so much, Brother Jeff, for this um, powerful uh, show tonight. Um, as we discussed for the what past two and a half hours, two yeah. hours and forty minutes on uh, secret societies, foundations, and initiatives, and, and this is probably only chapter one. There, there's going to be more chapters and volumes to this, and and this is the reason why there we have a lot of African American pastors, not all, but a lot of them, are supporting Planned Parenthood. Why is that? We have a lot of pastors who are part, not only of Planned Parenthood, but they're also supporting Nambla. Nambla is a man-boy. Why are pastors um, following the lead of Nancy Jezebel Pelosi in walking and, you know, marching with Nambla? This doesn't because... Uh, we are outside of the perfect will of God. And again, Jeff, thank you so much, um, uh, Brother Jeff, for this opportunity uh, to talk about secret societies tonight. It was very, um, very mind blowing as we begin to unpack this. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, it, it was a, it was a blast having it was a blast having you guys both on, and we'll definitely have to do it again sometime because I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. But it's also vitally important information. That uh, that we really need to be diving into that not too many people seem to be talking about. So it's it's really important that I think we have these conversations moving forward. Cool. So this, this is the reason why you have technical difficulties. Uh, it's not because of you or your staff. It's demons. That's see that the enemy does not want us. Now if we're talking about keep up with the Kardashians. Oh, nothing will be wrong with your system. Now when we're talking about demons and secret societies, this is what happens. But you yeah. know, no weapon. That is formed against the shop prosper. Thank you so much, brother. Jeff. Of, of course, and I will, and I will say on that note, this what happened today with my computer has never happened before. 
it's like that that was like a very first and it was it was really interesting the timing of that so i'm i'm just gonna throw that throw that out there so yeah exactly so uh everybody thanks so much for tuning in thanks both larry and uh, and carl for doing this i had a blast um the the recording will be up on youtube here in a, in a couple of the days um and so everybody check that out as well and then i'm gonna be back tomorrow for another episode of conversations with jeff with annie cyrus um and she's gonna be talking about uh islam her experience of being actually a child bride um and so we're actually gonna dive into that as well tomorrow so uh, make sure you guys tune in tomorrow i believe at 11 o'clock off the top of my head pacific time uh we'll be back for another episode of conversations with jeff and uh yeah we shall see you guys next time amen Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark.